Okay, let 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 let's begin. Give me your beat. What's up? What's up? What the fuck? What's up? <laughs> What's going on? Nothing. It's early. It's early. You I'm said tired. you. I was a little tired last night. I went to bed pretty late. Yeah. You said you have a whole bunch of and stuff I, to talk about. And then I thought we were going to. Oh, I do. I got a whole list. And then I, and then I got up uh, super early. You got up early. Normally, I think you would sleep in, but today you weren't sleeping in. You're like, nope. I haven't been sleeping in, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot, right? With the hard stuff and mm-hmm. Astro World. And and Astro World and the. Yeah. And the Trips to Michigan. Yeah, and the uh, kids in the school and the yeah. amount of work I'm doing currently. Right. Yeah. A lot. Loads a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I think the last time we recorded, we were like, I think we talked about vacation. I don't even know. We didn't talk about the yard sale. That was like, I think, where we were at. Like, we had that big yard sale. We said we were going to sell all our shit. Yeah, and, and we did. We, yeah, we sold a lot of stuff. Starting to get it somewhat cleaned up down here in the basement. And so if you're interested in a uh, uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, hoodie or yeah, t-shirt. Dude, I put it up on my Snapchat. I'm going to throw it up on the Instagram. We got to get rid of those. I made some. Um, I can put it on mine, too. I made some t-shirts for the Reds uh, back when I was. And for one. the Bengals. And then I did some for the Bengals that are like the safety orange, so they're super bright. Mm-hmm. I like them. Yep. A lot of stuff's been going on. And the sweatshirts, are they the ones with the ties, or these are the normal regular sweatshirts? There's some regular sweatshirts, and then we have some with the ties. We'll unload the t-shirts for $10 and the sweatshirts for 20 bucks. That sounds good. That's half half the price of what they yeah, were originally. That's up on the Venmo. Would you put the, that's another thing I had a question about, I was thinking about. Would you put your Venmo up on Instagram? Everybody could see it. No, I would say I'm selling this stuff and then DM. Yeah. And then give them your Venmo. Yeah. 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 What do you think about that? You know anything about these NFTs? <laughs> That's a random thought that popped in my head. Uh, so you're asking the person who talks shit to their kids about buying pretend clothes. Like it's a digital virtual it's image a virtual image yeah. it's like you can buy the virtual image of the mona lisa but you don't own the mona lisa like yeah. somebody else owns the actual <laughs> mona lisa but you own the I digital somebody, footprint i seen somebody post on their uh twitter like just bought my first nft <laughs> and he put it up there and everybody screenshot it and then in the comments they were like just got my first nft as well and everybody like hit well it yeah but the, the thing comments. is is that it's it's encoded I know. So it's yeah. encoded to you, so everybody can screenshot it all they I want. Was like but that's about, literally how they steal me. Well, I was I thinking know. about all the slaughterhouse stuff, like all that old school, old school shit that we have. Like, how would you turn that stuff into NFTs? Would you do like 
here's the video of the concert at, at Bogart's and there's 500 available or something. And then you have to get them encoded and you put them out as digital files to those people who pay for them. Yeah. With blockchain on them and whatever else, but who knows? I was thinking about that the other day. And you could but. put up a thing on Twitter like, I own all 500 NFTs of Slaughterhouse. <laughs> In your face, bitches. Yeah. And then that fucking porn dude, Slaughterhouse MC or whatever dude, will be like, nope, I own the name Slaughterhouse, even though I stole that shit from you guys, but I just paid to have it, whatever, as capped back in the day. Is it, wasn't it as capped where you got to mm-hmm. go through to? You still have to. Yeah. I remember getting those. Because me and Brandon were trying to do it, and we went through, and you get, like, a stack. It was like a stack of fucking shit you got to fill out. I was like, Yeah, well, most of the time, it's hard to ASCAP stuff um, if you don't have a barcode. Oh, really? Yeah, so, like, burns, like, not. Yeah, burn CDs. It's kind of coming down out there. I'm a little worried. Like, does that It's supposed to snow all day. It's like winter. Oh, is it really? It's supposed to snow, snow. Snow all day. So, like, we're supposed to get, like, inches of snow? I'm just, I don't know. Uh, I haven't watched the news, but it's, it was oh, on shit. the weather. I didn't see that. It's crazy. Yeah, so we did that yard sale. Your sister came down from uh, Columbus and stayed with us, and she brought all her baby stuff and got rid of all her baby stuff. That shit went like hotcakes. Like the first day, people were buying all like her strollers and the bigger stuff. Now it says it's till 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Makes rain and snow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Yeah. And tomorrow shows clear currently, I hope. Thursday's supposed to rain. Thursday it's supposed to be in the 60s on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And Today looks like the only weather day. report from Jade Waggle. Well, it's important because I'm uh, going yes. to work on Mondays and Thursdays now. So, yeah. how do you feel about that? Um, After, it's it's weird. That, it's weird. Meme, what was that meme you read me? Was it yesterday or something? Something about. We no longer work at home. We live at work. True. Yeah. I was thinking about that. You never had to deal with that, though. Right. Yeah, because I was always just out there. Well, because your work is a... Yeah, like, I wasn't really impacted. We talked about that uh, yesterday, how, like, you know, through COVID and all this lockdown shit, it didn't really impact me because, you know, I was still going to work and delivering mail and talking to people and, you know, whatever, where you were just sitting at home, you had the kids here, you had the dogs, feeling like, you know, we had that app, and then that was that... You know, well, it was, it was pretty like, overwhelming, Yeah, you know, because I'm like here and I have a, like a hard, stressful job already. Mm-hmm. And then right. on top of it, I'm trying to homeschool two kids, right. a junior and senior in high school. Right. It's been a minute since I did a lot of those things, Yeah, you know, and then I, it's like, I'm trying to deal with meetings. I'm trying to deal with our dogs. I'm, yeah. you know, dealing with the, well, at the time it was just a dog, but yeah, yeah, it's, you know, and it just, it hasn't ended. It's been like a hard two years. I feel like. Yeah. It's getting worse for me than easier. Like other people are saying like, oh yeah, we're starting to get back to normal, but like not for me. Tell me when to go. I'm pretty tired. Tell me when to go. I'm pretty tired. I'm tired too. Yeah. You were just home last night. Oh, we're already recording. Good. Yeah. Like breathing all on the mic. What? Like their coffee. It is delicious. Yeah. It's got like a little to it. That's what I just did. I know. <clears throat> got to get the energy up. It's like gloomy day today. Yeah. It's rainy. But I'm going to get all this laundry done. The leaves are all over. Five yeah. loads to wash, about 10 loads to fold. Good to go. Yeah. 
There's a lot of laundry. Always a lot of laundry. It's never ending. It is never ending. We got a dog. It's getting better. Frankie. He is? Yeah. Starting to get better. He's checking everything out. All right, so we get to start it. Start it. It started. Welcome to episode 19. I'm Dave. And I'm Jade, and this is a spoused. Spouse podcast. We're back. We uh, we tried to do this last Sunday, but I had a mental breakdown and started to cry, and we had to stop. All right. I mean, that's yeah. it. Let's be honest. That's really what happened. That is yeah. what happened. I'm not going to lie. It's been tough. It's been tough for a lot of people. You see it on Facebook and Instagram stories and like shit, not even just us. Like we're not immune to it. We've been going kind of through it, you know, with my heart shit, trying to figure that shit out, like getting old and, you know, you think about all the shit that you did when you were a kid. I think about all the tea I drank and just all that shit. It's been crazy. Astro world. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah, I things. think the thing is, though, is that yeah. like if you keep just like w- the past is what happened. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Like, oh, it, yeah. you know, like yeah. I feel like for my mom, uh, I that's the majority of the regret I have in life. You know, yeah. it's like all the things that I could have, should have, right. would have done. Yeah. Um, while my mom had cancer before she passed away yeah. that I didn't do. Right. So it's like, you know, it's just regrets of things that actually didn't happen. Right. You know, like what do they say? It's better to regret the things than that you've done than the things you haven't done. I think that's probably true unless, you know, you like murdered someone. Something like that. Frowned yeah. upon. Makes sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. But uh, here we are, you know, just doing like everybody else, just living, you know. Watching everybody that's uh, understaffed, you know, trying to hire people, and then people not wanting to work. It's crazy. <laughs> what? I just disagree with the people not wanting to work. Like, yeah. I just disagree. Like, it's I was just there. talking about my friend's work. Um, that's they, Frankie, by the way. They just let it's an entire um, section go. Yeah. And, like, one guy was a year away from retirement, and they didn't right. even, like... Where's this at? At your work? No, at my friend's work. Oh, yeah, friends. Yeah, Yeah, but it's like they just let an entire section go. And one guy was a year away from retirement. And it's like they didn't even offer for being so understaffed, right? Everyone's understaffed. Please, you know, allow more time, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's like um, for everyone being so understaffed, like why would you just let a whole section go? If you're that understaffed, that means all those people could definitely go and work in another area of your bank, especially – if a guy's a year away from retirement. Yeah. He's probably did a bunch of shit in his career. Yeah. I'm sure you could find a spot for him somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just shitty. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, for me, if I was a guy who worked for a company for 29 years and I'm a year away from retirement, like, and I got let go, I'm going to use every dollar. Like, I'm going to use up every dollar of uh, unemployment that I can get. Yeah. Because that guy's been working for 30 years, paying in unemployment for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of the things that you paid for, like that well, for the same it for thing me. We talked about with my dad and his company he used to work for, right? He, you know, he's uh literally like he was there what 20 years and then uh he started training <laughs> his fucking replacement who was like the owner's nephew or some shit, yeah, right? And my dad was you know like talking to him every day, young kid would go out on the job with him and just show him the ropes, and then all of a sudden, you know, his boss comes in one day and says, Hey, Dave, uh, you know, we gotta let you go. You know, you got an hour to pack up your van. 
Uh, and uh, I'll take you home in, in the van, in the work van that you used to, like, take home. You yeah. know, because it was, like, his car. He would drive right. it home, keep it out in front. The, the, <laughs> I remember one time I fucking, I had my license and I didn't have a car or nothing. <laughs> Nobody was home. And I don't know where dad and mom were. Maybe they were somewhere. So I took his work van <laughs> and fucking went up to the gas station to get some shit, like what dad will do, where he'll go get, like, a right. ball or something. <laughs> Yeah, the, the same thing happened to my dad. My dad used to work for this small electrical company in Detroit, yeah. and you know he was like their chief we of logistics. Throw these companies out there, just like no, yeah, I'm these not. Companies are shit. But he was like chief of logistics Fuck there or whatever, and he um, set up all the guys with their daily jobs of like who was going where, and then yeah. made sure they had all the materials they needed Hold for on, their job. I'm gonna throw a clue out there real quick. So there's a dude I play hockey with that I used to play hockey with on a silver team. We used to play against each other. They were a rival of ours. Uh, and uh, he uh, he used to work for Basco after my dad was let go. He started working for Basco. So it was like, uh, I remember just seeing that. And I was like, what the fuck? So if you want to figure out who it was, there you go. Anyway, back to, what? Back what? to the other. What? Figure out who what was, the guy on your silver team? No, I'm just saying the company. Figure, you literally figure. just said the company name three times in your sentence. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You said a guy on my silver team started at Basco right after <laughs> they let my dad go. I'm going to delete all And he worked for Basco out. for a minute. Really? So if you want to figure out who it was, I'm like, the guy on your silver team? Is that what we're trying to figure out? Is the name of the man who played on your silver team? Because you <laughs> nope. clearly said Hold the name on. of the company. I got to delete all that out. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's 6.30. Oh, shit. I don't have a notepad. Yes, it's staying in. <laughs> I didn't get much sleep last night. I'm fucking tired. I kept rolling around, dude. I don't know why. My mask wouldn't stay on like Bane. <laughs> fucking sucked. And then I kept looking at you, and you were out like a light. Yeah. That's because I was tired. I got to find this notepad somewhere. So That's hilarious. Talk about the company that your dad worked at. Yeah, that I'm not going to say the name of. <laughs> so we don't have to edit it out. Oh, my God. Oh, so anyway, with my dad. He worked for this company, and then um, he like uh, hit the the owner's daughter got married or whatever, and um, he trained that guy. And then all of a sudden, my dad didn't have a job. My dad has five kids, worked for this guy for a long time, and did like all his bitch work. Would like go pick his family up from the airport, like come in on Saturdays to like paint the building and shit. Yeah. And I'm sure it was to help my dad out, you know, give him some overtime to give him some extra money with his family, but like. Like, bro. And then he let my dad go. And then he comes to my mom's funeral. Right? Yeah. And my uh, my dad hadn't seen him in a long time, right? And, like, uh, my dad's, I guess, is friends with some of the guys he used to work with. And they told him about, like, oh, you know, Steve's wife passed away. So he comes to the funeral. And um, he, my dad was like, hey, this is my daughter. You know, she, like, she works for Tide now or something. And, yeah. and then the guy goes, didn't you used to clean my building? Like, I said, yeah. I go, yeah, I did. I didn't. I never did. You and never did? No. In fact, I ran his office yeah, for him. Yeah, all his paperwork I, and shit. I and ran shit. his office for him as, like, his secretary. I paid his bills, opened the mail, all that shit when I was 17 years old. In between when I graduated from high school and I went to college at Michigan State, I ran his whole office for that summer because the chick who had been working for him before had embezzled a shit ton of money from him. 
And then he says to me, I used to clean my building. Like, eat all the dicks, bro. Eat all the dicks. Yeah, I just went, yeah. And I just, like, walked away. Like, here's, like, you're just, you know, you're just a fucking piece of shit. Damn. Tell him how you really feel. Well, dude, you fire a guy who's got five kids. You let a guy go who's had five kids, who's worked for you for however many years. Like, you can't find a position for your, for your, you know, son-in-law at your work. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Just shitty. Real shitty. Yeah. Fuck them, man. Yo, so the other day we were talking about um, uh, the fucking real story of Thanksgiving. Oh. It's pretty important because Thanksgiving's coming up, right? Yeah, it's this week. Yeah, do you want to tell it? How the real? It? Yeah, like the real fucking Thanksgiving story. But how do you start it? How do we start it? You're giving me the look oh, of like, no. I don't want to tell this story. Here is <laughs> how here, here is how I'll start the story. So. Oh, go ahead. You start the story. No, no, I'm just saying. So like Thanksgiving's coming up. So here's the story. No, how I'll start the story is yeah. November is Native American Heritage Month. Mm. It is a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. And please don't pretend that this is the first paragraph of a blog that I wrote. <laughs> But this is what I'm going to tell you. (laughs) November is the perfect opportunity to learn about the tribes of the United States, as well as the tribes that um, lived on the land that you currently live on. Right. So, like, figure out what tribes were here, where where your thing is. Like, Cincinnati's, like, the Osage, right? Like, those a lot of Osage people lived here. Osage? Osage. O-S-A-G-E. O-S-A-G-E. Yeah. So, a lot of people... You know, figure out, uh, there's actually a phone number that you can text Uh your zip code to, um, and they'll respond with all the tribal nations that lived in your area, which is a super cool thing. No matter where you live in the world, you live in Canada, you live in Alaska, Uh you know, you live, you know, in South America, if you live in Europe, nothing's going to come back. But if you put in a zip code, it's going to say like this, these tribes, like if you're in Mexico, they'll talk about like the Mayas, the Incas, the Essex, whatever. So anyway, um, I'm following. I'm just watching these dogs because, you know, Frankie's a little. Yeah, a little sketch. Um, <laughs> a little sketch. He's just checking shit out. I'm I'm waiting for him to start, like, chewing on shit. Oh, I thought he was about to lick that Windex. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. November is Native American Heritage Month, and it's the perfect opportunity to learn about the tribes of the United States. The, yep. Definitely understand the tribes that lived in the area that, that you live now. Um, learn about the treaties in your area. You know, also learn about, um, you know, the issues that tribes faced um, both historically and in the present. Right. You right. know, and then also learn about the things that they're doing to to conquer the issues that are at hand for them. Don't say conquer. Dude. I'm using conquer. I don't give a fuck about the thing <laughs> that they want to change it to overcome. Overcome. Because white they- people are very quick to say, <laughs> your people were conquered. Well, now you can understand how fucking Native Americans are are conquering their fucking problems. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's a good opportunity to do that. Yeah. You know. So. Uh, what the, did I say the other day? We were sitting on the couch, and I was like, I don't know, but I was watching the news, and they were talking about the new Tesla car. Yeah. And that how the seats face each other. What? And the car is fully automated, and the front seats and the back seats face each other, so that you can talk. So you don't have to drive. Yeah, like there's, it's a completely automated. Fuck like that, dude. I need to see shit. 
Hopefully those. Are well, they said seats. you're putting a lot of trust in in a Tesla, right? Yeah. But anyway, they were talking about the next Tesla, and the lady on the news was like, "You can have a powwow in the car while it's driving." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? it was a lady on the news. What I'm like, news what the that? fuck? Our local news, Dave. Like, I don't know, Channel <laughs> Five, Channel Nine. I was like, what the fuck? Oh my god. We will definitely not have a powwow in the car. <laughs> Like, it's a four-person car. Like, who do you got? You got a, a hand drummer? I don't know. What? The, what? I don't, what? We're definitely not having a powwow, Channel 9 News, whatever the fuck it is. Channel 9. Dude, don't say Channel During, 9. If it's not Channel 9, they'll be hitting us up. It's like, one of our local stations, Channel 5, you. Channel 9, Channel yeah, 12. Dude. It's one of our local news stations. So. I was like, are you serious? But. But the, you know, the first story of, of Thanksgiving is definitely something you, you should learn about, you know, it's, uh -huh. um, so basically what it is, is, um, the Yo, pilgrims, me Frankie? he's, he's under here. Come on, Frankie. Come on. Come on. The pilgrims. I was trying to tell it, but you're like, oh, I was a, was a front guy. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the pilgrims c came to yeah. United States, er, mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't the United States at the time, but. The pilgrims came. Everybody knows, you know, that story. The pilgrims came. A whole bunch of them died the first year. Um, a whole bunch of Native Americans died that year, too. There's the tribe there encountered, um, like, the Poconocet. Uh -huh. um, they're over in New England uh, area. So, anyway, they uh, they encountered them. Um, a lot of the Poconocet died, you know, from disease. Right. Because they, you know, the, the pilgrims came. They had diseases. Native Americans never encountered before and a lot of them died but a lot of the pilgrims died like half the pilgrims died the first that came over the first year um because of starvation and the cold and you, they weren't ready you know right. they're like Kevin Hart we're not ready you know yeah, yeah. so um the next year um the tr the chief of the Poconocet there's another tribe right next to them I, mm -hmm. I can't recall the name I'm not a New England Indian yeah. um so anyway, he was just like, it would be better to be friends with these pilgrims than it would be to be enemies because they could help us, you know, to keep this other tribe next to us at bay, right? Because, you know, they're all there for land, whatever. Right. Um, so he said, well, we'll be friends. So they teach them, like, how to hunt, how to um, grow right. food, right. It, how to survive the climate there, you know, right. kind of like, this is what you need. Here, use right. these animal skins or go like yo come over here let me teach you so you don't yeah we'll die. teach you everybody will live you know yeah. well so over the time like you know the pilgrims were scared of the poconocet so here you go come here's on, frank 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 comes over here um so like they they essentially over time you know de-armed um the poconocet um but they kept all their arms you know but that was part of the thing like we're gonna be homies you know we're scared of you so you know you guys can't have any of this shit this is cool right. um you know, and, and during the time, you know, they're also, they're perishing because of disease and same thing with that. So, like, the tribe is going down. Um, so, basically, the way Thanksgiving went was they were celebrating them not dying, but also right. that they're, that the Poconokit are dying. Right. Like, they're happy to see that they're dying off and they want them to go away. Mm -hmm. So what actually the the way the first Thanksgiving happened was uh, they were firing off cannons and guns and shit, and the Poconokit was like, "What the fuck's happening? Are we going to war?" Right. So they thought they were going to war. Mm -hmm. So they actually sent a bunch of their, you know, a bunch of their warriors down there to be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Right. Because they thought they were about to go into war, and they got there like 
it's going down. It's about right. to go down. And then they get there and they're like, oh, no, we're just drunk firing off guns. Having no problem. Party. You yeah. know, we're having a party. And they're right. like, oh, okay. So then they went and killed some like deer and brought the deer back. Yeah. And then they all ate together, uh-huh. you know, but it wasn't like, thank you, Poconoka tribe, right. for helping us to survive our winter. Right. We're best friends. Yeah. It wasn't that at all. So quit right. tr- trusting your kid as an Indian for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. So like uh, a lot of people. I'm that- sure that is a very, uh, th- not I'm sure, that is a very low detail story. Um the Poconoke, they have a, on Thanksgiving, actually do a day of remembrance. Uh-huh. Um, instead of celebrating Thanksgiving, they do like a day of remembrance because uh, Thanksgiving is, you know, a, a lot of. Uh, it's like playing phone call. That's all it really no, is. Th- no, th- like- Thanksgiving for, for a lot of Native Americans is really just like a a, a day of mourning, right? Because yeah. it's, it's like, uh, you know, if they could go back, would they have done the same thing? Right. You know, knowing where it goes. You know, right. it's like people act like, you know, Native Americans were, as described in the, you know, Declaration of Independence, savages, but they weren't. Like, right. they had family structures, you know, they had a way of life, you know, right. they had rules and, right. you know, that people followed and people had jobs to do and, right. you know, they they had homes and, you know, like, they farmed and, you know, there's tribes that... You know, like Plains tribes, they move from place to place. You know, during the winter, they lived here. During the summer, they lived here. You know, they they just, they all had their own way of life and stuff. And it's like, just because it wasn't the same, right? you know, as as other places, you know, like uh, religious-driven lives right. where, you know, essentially, you know, that was the whole thing was, you know, uh, kill the Indian, save the child. Right. You know, sending Native American kids to boarding schools and, you know, even as late as the 60s and 70s, you know, Native American women were sterilized without, you know, their consent or even knowing they'd go in for, you know, through their Indian health care um, that was negotiated through the treaties and they'd go in for health care and, yeah, and they would be sterilized, you know, right. because, you know, and that's, you know, it seems so long ago, but like. During my parents' lifetime, uh-huh. you know, like uh, probably during my lifetime, the boarding schools were still uh, around during my lifetime, Yeah, you know, like my own lifetime. So right. um, it's not that long ago, right. you know. So right. I, I was just reading an article the other day and they were talking about um, programs that they're putting in um, to help, uh, you know, combat a lot of things that Native Americans face. And someone posted, you know, like, they've been on such a bad path. It's going to take five generations to turn anything around, but it's like, we're talking one generation ago, horrible things were still happening to them. So it's like, it's, it's, you have a a bunch of people who were, you know, in boarding school and were taught that everything about them is horrible. Uh And then as recently as the people who've raised my friends, Uh You know what I'm saying? So you have a bunch of people who just raised people who are the same age as me, like my generation. And it's my generation that are trying to raise their kids different, you know, and some of them can't, you know, everybody knows they see families that have these big cycles, you know, where like they see like their grandparents beat their grandma. So then they're you know, like, you know, whatever, their grandpa beat their grandma right. and they watch their dad beat their mom, yeah. you know, and now they're 
trying to figure out their emotions so that they don't get physical violence with their significant other and right. so that in turn they don't beat their own children. You know, like that is a lot of work to do. Right. And it's like some of them can't do it. Right. They they don't have uh, the, you know, the support to be able to turn it around. They don't know different. They, you always say when you know better, you do better, Yeah, you right. know? So it's, it's sometimes you don't know better and you're trying the best you can, you know, like how I was raised was not, you know, speaking oh, from yeah, like yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, was not how, you, how they wanted to raise their kids. So they're trying to make some changes, but also yeah. they don't know what changes to make. So they're right. trying to, right. you know, but when people are like, Oh, beat your kid. Yeah. You know, well, well, like, but the thing is, is like, (laughs) there's, there's discipline your kid and then there's beat your kid. Right. Those are two very different things. There's a fine line between both of those. Well, not really. One is rooted in anger and one is rooted in discipline. Like if, you know, if, if, if you're pissed off at your kid and you beat the shit out of them, you didn't really discipline your kid. Right. You just taught them not to make you mad. So then they start hiding stuff. They start lying, you know, because they know whatever it is that whatever it was they did, Mm -hmm. they don't understand that what they did was wrong. They just know that they got a beating out of it. So if they ever did it again, they'll make sure you don't know about it. Right disciplining your kid is is saying like hey bud you fucked up you know and these are the consequences for it whether you choose to spank your kid or whatever people go all different ways you know i think i've been on both sides of that you know yeah it's like start at one side and then you move to the other as you know better yeah it's like you know you you look at different things you know so it's like you know people are doing their best to get through it you know however you decide you know whatever i that's not that it's your business i care about it like if I'm at the store and I see somebody like fucking slapping the shit out of their kid, I'm oh, like, yeah, Hey, yeah. what are you doing? Right. Like, yeah. sma- you know, slapping the shit out of your kid right. at a store. Like that's your frustration. You're right. out of control right? and you're teaching your child how to be out of control. Yeah. So if you can't control your emotions, why do you have the expectation that someone, you know, a, a 10th of your own age can, can control theirs? It's ridiculous. Right. Right. You know, so that was a long about way, but you know, still that's, it's really where it stems. You have this generational trauma people are trying to overcome, you know, and, and people act like, you know, like it's, oh, well you, you're, you know, your nations were conquered 300 years ago or, or whatever, but it's like, they weren't, Right. you know, that's why we have treaties. If, if, if they were conquered, there would be no treaties. There would be right. no independent nations inside the United States. Like, you know, we made deal like native Americans made deals right. with the government so that they could continue with their westward expansion and manifest destiny, you know, and, and in turn they got things that would be forever. Right. And some of those things are like education and healthcare and, yeah. you know, cause they were looking for the future because honestly, like, you know, I grew up in Michigan, you know, the tribes there seeded, you know, like 97 million acres of land to the United States. What is the cost of that land today? So when you do it in comparison to the amount of, what the price of that land is worth as well as all of the resources that are part of that land the amount of money is significantly higher than what anything native americans have got in return for that right. so it's not like people believe that you know native americans are going to check cut every month to them like yeah thanks for the land here's your 100 bucks for this month like that's not true that's right. not what happens at all so november is the perfect time to really learn about yeah, another culture, some research, especially about you know a, a culture that is the basis of what this land is built on. And nowadays, so. you learn through so many ways. Like you, you learn through TikTok, 
You know what I'm saying? There's so many ways to learn shit. Funny TikToks will teach you a lot of stuff. Well, it's it's just like just everything. We're at a time where there's like for me, um, there should be like really no. Uh, not that there shouldn't be no ignorance because you always you should always be learning and you have yeah. it's not like you have to go and spend the day at the library. Right. It's right. really like you're pooping. Yeah. You know, so today right. while you're, you know, in the bathroom pooping and you're playing on your phone. I learn a lot from doing what we're doing right here. Yeah. Literally, listen to podcasts. That's my, that's my, but I'm just saying like everyone yeah. has time to learn something. And if, if you, you know, and for me, I want to learn something new every day yeah. or learn about something new every day. You mm-hmm. know, like it's like you might understand the struggles of this, but you don't know about like this program. Right. And you, that program might help people that you know. Right. You know, and it, it might not be something you need, but you can say, hey friend like i know you're having problems with this here's this program i just seen right. you know and it's it's if you're learning and it's and it doesn't have to be about native americans or uh you know irish americans or italian americans whatever it is mm-hmm. you know if, if you just want to learn about your own culture right you know like my mother-in-law is german and she didn't know what krampus was yeah. and i was like yeah you guys went to the uh the holiday festival. Holiday festival. At, we at Duke Energy. But the thing for me, though, is that, like, mm-hmm. like I thought was funny was that she didn't know what Krampus was, but she celebrates St. Nick. Yeah. And they go hand in hand. They come the same night. They're right. like friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was like, right. I, I thought it was funny, you know, and, and that's like, that's the things that I'm talking about. You right. know, like, even if you don't, even if you're like, I don't care about other people. I only care about myself. Well, learn about your own family, you know? (laughs) Well, we do know those people, you know, I don't care what black people are going through. I got my own fucking problems. Okay, cool. So learn about those problems. Yeah. Learn about the problems. Learn about problems that you cause. Learn about problems that you help with. Right. You know, and I don't know, learn about your own culture. That's how change is going to come. Yeah. I think change is going to happen just by people learning more. It's being out there, you know. We have access to so much shit these days that we never had when we were growing up. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> literally learning about anything is at your fingertips. I remember getting those cards in the mail. It was like a subscription monthly thing, and it was all animals. So it would be like, yeah. today you got, and you would open them up. They'd be wrapped in plastic. You had like this little, uh, like a little plastic cart or something. Well, we got those for our in. kids. Yeah, it was the same thing. I know. It's almost like It'd it's be like funny. snakes. And then once Game Boys came, it was like, oh, shit, here we go. We're moving into these like handheld where you play games and then. They started releasing movies. Yeah. So, like, it'd be a half an hour video on a Game Boy game, and then, you know, now yeah, it's like we the, have computers in our hands. That, the thing about yeah. it is, like, going back, I, like, I wish that we wouldn't have did that. Oh, yeah, but that's those are the regrets we were talking about earlier. No, I know yeah. that, but at, but at the same time, like, when our kids were that little, they didn't have computers like they do now. Oh, you know, yeah. but, like, now the elementary... Frankie, dude. He's now the elementary schools, you know, k- kids in first grade have Chromebooks, right. you know? So, right. it, you can't really avoid... Exposure. You know, because, because our, kids, our kids were probably in, you know, like, first and second, third yeah. grade when we got them those things. So, right. it's like you can't really stop the technology exposure, especially if your kid's on a computer all day and they're used yeah. to having that access to fast, yeah. fast information, right. you know, or, or fast entertainment. And then, right. uh, then you take it away at night. Like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. So then you're like, Oh, sorry. I don't know. 
uh, needy Frankie is because this guy just look at him. Yeah. And he's yawning. That's he just wants to cuddle. Yeah. He's just like, I need you to hold me. Yeah, yeah, so definitely, you know. Yeah, learn about your history. I mean, that's what's cool anything. with uh, 23 and Me and just, like, Krampus. I Honestly, I had no idea until I seen, like, a viral video of, like, the parade. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. And then you start learning about it. You know, we were stationed in Germany when my dad was in the military, so that was kind of cool. But I, I was real young at the time. You know, I remember Gloria going to school there. And, like, I think she struggled a little bit or something. So my mom pulled her out. I don't remember. I was really young. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, they you know, really, my dad yeah. was in the military, and we were stationed over there. And so, you know, when you grow grow up, like, now, and you realize, like, uh, uh, you do the 23 and Me, and you're like, oh, 23 and Me, cool. You know, uh, what are you? Oh, you are German. So, you know, and then uh, you start uh, looking into your history. You know, like, this year we went down to Oktoberfest. I think that was, what, the first time. No, first it was time? the second time because the first time we went and you hated it. You're like the crowds are stupid. Yeah, blah, but blah. yeah, I wasn't. I, I'm just. You were more tolerant this time. Yeah, because I felt like you understood what to expect. Yeah, yeah, we just kind of walked through though. It'd be funner if we, you know, went with some friends and shit. What were we coming? Oh, we were leaving Theo Vaughn. Yeah, Theo Vaughn. We left Theo Vaughn and then walked through down there. I bought me a sweet hat, but um, yeah, Krampus. Krampus is pretty cool. It's funny that you learn that. Those holiday festivals are fun. We went to that one in Lawrenceburg. That was cool. Yeah, it's, it's just super, stuff. you know, a lot of it's like crafty, but then also oh, maybe like that's why not you're crafty. Sick too, right? Dude. Or while you're feeling sick, like you went to the show last night and then we went, you went to two of those actually because you went to one with mom and Gloria and then. It's just, uh, well, yeah. it's, but it's also like cold and flu season. Yeah. Right. Like it's the winter time. It's starting to come. I just got like I've had a runny nose for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, but uh, but also I think the thing is, too, is like if you wear a mask, like when yeah. I'm at work, I wear a mask all day yeah. and it like makes my nose stuff up. The fucking mask thing, man. It drives me nuts. I, I know. I just it's it's just so dumb because every time I listen to Rogan, he talks about the uh, the YouTube guy that that uh, put a mask on and, and blew the vape pen. And the vape just went through the mask. And he's like, you know, these particles are <laughs> way bigger than the COVID particles. What are we is- talking about? It's it's the stop water droplets. <laughs> like, I'm not, <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not going I'm back just, and forth. I'm just, like, I'm I, just, that's where I, my mind went. Yeah, but who cares? I do. Well, but Right there at that moment, but I did. Are, that's fine. Are you wearing a mask at work? What? No. Are you wearing a mask when we I, go out? I don't wear a mask You're You're literally... I'm you're, just talking about because you're you wear literally a mask complaining about a mask because you're sick, and but, I don't like to see my. But I'm not. Sick. But I'm not <laughs> sick. I just have a runny nose. I know, dude. That's all. I'm team you. No, I no, feel you're bad not. That you have to wear a mask while you're at your work. Here's You've been the thing. Vaccinated. But here's all. the thing. I I don't care. I know. All right. Like I don't care, and it's the I. It's happening to me. So if I don't care, it's like I don't know why you even worry to think about it. Like, because I, I care we, about you, Dave. We talked about this on the show before. Like, I'm gonna do so what. So me and Jay's been talking about. We're gonna start a rap group. No, we're getting back into the game. No, we haven't been. We're talking gonna about be a that. husband and wife rap False. group, but you guys are not gonna know about it. We're gonna come out. We're gonna drop some fire, and then you guys are gonna hear it. But we're gonna That's, be under our group. You're gonna have no idea to us. What? He just made this up. I know. I actually thought about this yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> when I was listening to uh, Discover Weekly on Spotify, because that shit's fire, dude. They throw some nice bangers in there. 
And then I just hear these beats, and I'm like, dude, me and Jay need to jump in the game, dude, and just start spitting some fire. And people would not know it's us. We'll just be, it'd be under a totally different group. We'll wear masks and oh, shit. Oh, what was the group? Yo, we can wear what, masks. What nobody was would the, know. What was the non-secret group we're going to be in? Dave and Jade. <laughs> that's not that, the name of well, but, it. But that's stupid. the thing that you're. But, if we wore masks or like did furries and shit, nobody but, would but, know. But and you, we're fucking but on you stage literally just said, you said, we're going to be under another name. You won't know it's us. It's like, what do you mean? Like, literally, <laughs> your group name would be a name no one knew unless you told them. Right. The only way they would know it was us was if our group name was Dave and Jade. It's like, Facts. right. So, hey, fam out there, drink like, water, stay hydrated. Like, That's what I got water today. Stay hydrated. I drank some coffee. I've, I've been getting off coffee and, and uh, like my headaches went away. So, heart health, yo. I learned some stuff there. I'm not getting into that, but yeah, been going through some shit there. Learning some stuff. Yeah, beta blockers. What's up? I, I don't know about beta blockers. I don't. I beta do blockers. I take zero medications. Keep your, um, keep your heart rate down. So, like... A lot of people will take beta blockers if they have like a huge presentation or something because it keeps their um, heart rate down. It keeps mm. them calm. So, you know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but go. my plan, I'm, I'm, uh, the plan. way my family rolls is that um, we don't have like health issues that linger on. What happens is uh, we just get some shit and die. Like that's it. Whose family? My family. So like, yeah. we don't, we don't have, yeah. we don't have like heart problems that linger on for know, years where you I'm take medication. You we just straight, we're you. like, Hey bitch, I got cancer. Blech. When's the last time you seen your doctor? Last year for my physical. I know. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, how often do you want me to go to the doctor? I don't know. I'm not going to go to the doctor if I'm not sick. Like no. that's it. I went for my checkup last July. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Like, that's what you do. If you're not sick, you go for your yearly physical. You yeah. just went for your yearly physical. Why are you yelling yesterday. at me today? What? Because you... It, yeah. I, I don't... It's like, well, you want me to go to the doctor all the time to make you oh. feel better. Like, I'm fine. I'm The only thing about me <laughs> is my knee hurts. Not. Right. And when I'm not, I go to the doctor. Mm. I mean, I, you want me to go to the doctor for a cold? <laughs> I go to the doctor. I didn't say nothing. No, here's Dave. Here's Dave. Go to the doctor. You're not feeling good. And then Dave goes to the doctor, and the doctor's like, uh, you have a cold. There's nothing we can do. Dave comes home and then bitches about his $40 copay for the doctor to be like, nothing I can do for you. That's true. That is true. So you're like, go yeah. to the doctor. You got a, a snuffy nose. Frank's go to back. the doctor. Frank does not like his bed right now. He wants all the attention. So, well, yo, I was gone most of the day how about, yesterday. How about, uh, how about Frankie and your uh, your little dream you had? Remember? Oh, you seen the Jesus? So, yeah. So, because like uh, a lot of the people that listen to us, they know about Bolt. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, sure. Some of them. So, yeah. like, I, I like, I don't believe in God. Like, I don't. Are you? What is it? Atheist or? Uh, What's the other one? You're like agnostic. Agnostic. That's right? when that's when you believe in a higher power. Higher power, like something. Yeah. yeah, but you don't believe, but you don't necessarily believe so in like who God. Believe in the, you believe in a higher power, but you don't conform to religion. Like you're not Jewish or what's the or theory that we're a video game? What's that theory <laughs> called? You know what I'm saying? 
Like we're on assimilation. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, assimilation theory. Would would that be someone who's agnostic too? If they believe in the assimilation theory, that's just a higher power. So not assimilation. Okay. So speaking of assimilation, (laughs) it's Native American Heritage Month. Welcome to speech class with Jacqueline. No, it's not. Simulation is where you're running scenarios. Assimilation. That's when you force people to be the same as other people. So it's simulation theory. Yeah. Simulation. Assimilation. <laughs> That's what I said. You're you're saying a uh, space saying simulation? Yeah. I thought you were saying theory. assimilation. Assimilation theory. Oh, so you were saying assimilation. No, assimilation theory. Is it assimilation? No, I was saying assimilation, but it's simulation theory. Yes, it's simulation theory. Yes. So yeah. people who believe in simulation theory would also be under the agnostic title? I would say yes. Yeah. Because you're believing there's and a higher atheist? power. Yeah, I don't believe. You don't believe in anything. No, and Gage is the same. He doesn't believe in Gage God either. Doesn't. Dade definitely, Dade definitely does. does. Yeah, he believes in. Dave's de- Dade is definitely like a. He's the, probably the most religious out of all of us. Yeah, I'd say, he's got a house. picture of Jesus in his room. I bought him that. <laughs> but he so didn't Dave, take it down. Where was Dade at? But I he know. didn't take it down. Why would he which take mean, it down? No, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's how you know it's important. So, so Dave was somewhere out of town. I don't know where he was, but I, I went to one of those resale places. Uh, it was uh, St. Vincent de Paul over yeah. there by the old Chev- Chevy Chevy dealer, and I'm in there, and, and this this uh, this lady that looks like what I imagine you looking like when you're seventy seventy, yeah, right? Because like you follow that Instagram chick, she's like that, and she dresses all. Oh, dude, I'll live my life at those thrift shops. <laughs> yeah. as, so uh, when lady, I'm when I retire, like yeah. I'm planning, I'm wearing like all the bracelets. Yeah. I'm gonna have all the necklaces. Yeah, so here's me in my Crocs. It's going to take me an hour to get ready because I'm yeah. like, i got to put my necklaces on. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like big fat pearls and mm-hmm. that, the stuff that, that we've seen down at the Holiday uh, in Lawrenceburg. There was some stuff there that I was like, oh, I could see Jade wearing this one. I looked at like that 70. stuff. Remember when I was like, <laughs> yeah. look at these. Yeah, yeah. so so uh, I'm walking in, Crocs and all, you know, here I am walking back to like the arts and the frames because I always like to look at frames like, oh, well, I could buy this frame, take it out and put our picture in it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's she looks like an artist, right? She had these funky glasses on and stuff. And I started talking to her, and she had this painting in her cart, and it was an original painting. And uh, we were talking about it, and she was buying it. It was like fifteen bucks. It was real yeah. cheap. And then uh, I I look over and I see Jesus like looking at me. I go, "What? <laughs> That's for days." Yeah. So I bought it right away, and then um, she ended up not getting that painting, and I bought it. Now it's hanging up in her room. It's just like a tree. It's a dope painting. I like it. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of reminds me of like Wizard of Oz-ish, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. But anyway, what I was saying was that yeah. like I don't, I don't believe in God. Yeah. So like, but I have these like weird random God dreams. Yeah. Where like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like I'm walking. Do you think you had these before? You had these before because you've talked about some moments when you were a kid, right? Oh, I've had some moments when I was a kid, but. Like, like you felt like somebody pulling you out of the water that one time. No, that, that was real. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't care like i don't believe in god and stuff but like uh so um uh, my mom well, we got two stories yeah here, here's so two I'll, stories so I'll write so, it down so so, so on track okay so so the story so i i we're gonna sidetrack to the the time god pulled you out of the water so I, we'll I don't think it was god it was like uh yeah it was like i feel like it was like a guardian angel type of thing so right. my mom and dad, well, my great great grandpa, was it my great great? No, 
my great grandpa uh, owned so, a house in Wall Lake in Michigan. Hold that. So this is where parents become helicopter parents. I would not. And that's a bad term to say, but I'm saying when you go through moments in life and you learn from them, going back mm-hmm. to what we were talking about beginning of the podcast, like know better, do better. Yeah. This is one of those moments how our parents, when we were kids, were so nonchalant about us being outside until dark, not knowing where we're at all day long to where now you have to know, you know, so go ahead. So uh, my, my great grandpa, he owned a house um, at Wall Lake in Michigan and it was yeah. uh, the lake was he owned like one side and then you had to walk across the street and then mm-hmm. there's area right next to the lake yeah. and then you go on the lake. Right? right. So, uh, I don't know how old I was probably like four or five years old. And, um, my mom and dad, everybody used to go to out there on the weekends. It was like a hour drive from my house and we'd go there and like my mom and dad's friends and family, they would come and hang out at the, at the lake house. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, so we were all floating on like inner tubes. Right? No, we weren't cabrewing. We, oh, it's you, a lake. It's literally a lake. You're floating in a lake. Like it doesn't oh, move. I thought you guys were going down like a river. No, oh, okay. no, we're so in the lake. lake just but swimming. Or I, I, yeah, swimming. And I was on an inner tube. I was just sitting you on the side. swim though? No, I was like four or five. Okay. And I was just on the side of an inner tube. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't have a life jacket on because, right. you know, it's 1985. Right. You know, yeah. barely, you, I don't even know if they had like, I know for sure there wasn't booster seats and shit when I was a kid. Right. I don't ever remember sitting in a booster seat. I don't remember my brothers and sisters sitting in a booster seat nope. except when they were babies, nope. you know? So cigarette in the front, cigarette in the front for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah. So anyway, you so know, you're hanging out in the inner tube and on the inner tube, like a kid would be at five years old. Well, I'm not swimming. I'm just on the inner tube because I can't swim. It yeah. I'm, I'm moving around yeah. it. You know, yeah. you hold on to and you kick so Grabbing you can move handle. around. Yeah. Trying to yeah figure so you can out. move around, whatever. Right. I'm sitting on the side and you know, I see like some of the other kids that are there and they're like swimming yeah. and I'm like, I'm gonna do that. So uh, I just like jump off the tube uh, and I'm drowning. <laughs> I'm drowning. And like, literally, I remember it very vividly. I was under the water, eyes open. The water is swirling around me. Which is what they talk about all the time. It's like swirling around me. And I swear to God, there was a face in front of me, like looking at me while the water was swirling around me. And then all of a sudden I like jerked up to the surface, to the inner tube. Uh And my mom's friend was over there and she went, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, I remember because I was like, <gasps> you know, when I came to the surface, yeah. but like something pulled me to the surface. Right. And like the thing that was crazy is like my mom's friends there. My mom's on an inner tube. Yeah. Like that close. Right. You know, when you see kids drown and people are like, where the fuck are the parents? Like sometimes yeah. right there. Now, fast forward 20 years later, Gage <laughs> on our oh, first vacation. He just straight walks into a Walk pool. right into the pool. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I had to grab him like, get up here. Yeah, but so and that, that, goes back to why like his that name literally is Gage happened. From No, that's not why his name is Gage. No, because he's fearless from the kid from Pet Cemetery. It's, it's like that happened and then we no, changed his name to no, Gage. No, but, no, but you, you got remember? the name from Pet Cemetery and that kid was fearless and walked out into the fucking street. Yeah, I know, but like. And mem- that's Gage but, literally walking into the But do you remember before Gage was born, I didn't want to use that name anymore? Remember I started to panic and I was no. like, I didn't want his name to be Gage anymore. And you're like, no, we've already decided his name is going to be Gage. And I'm like, 
but what if he goes in the street like it's a bad <laughs> omen you know like i thought it was a bad omen and he's it, pretty fearless it, it literally still, was though he's still pretty fearless yeah that's Fast literally how he to is him now he would 17. always try he'd always try to go in the street he'd just straight walk into yeah. a pool like talk he, shit he's just on like, the way home from school and get a big old yeah. thing going on talk, right when i get home mom's getting all the smoke I'm like all right bud so so anyway fast forward like i i have these dreams where it's like it's it's just like my inner voice jade's sitting on the couch looking through her phone facebook scrolling through and there's frankie and there's frankie picture right and he's a little black dog yep so anyway uh we used to have bolt and he's a little white dog and he was a stray and uh, my mother-in-law caught him and then gave him yeah. to us randomly yeah mom she's standing on the side of our house with the dog i'm like mom no remember i was at the grocery store and you were at hockey and you called me and was like are you almost home my mom has a present for you and i'm like uh tell her to leave it there like i'm at the grocery store yeah. and and you're like uh she said she can't leave it and i'm like just leave it yeah and then i like get home and she's like in the driveway with this dog i'm like what am i gonna do with this dog like <laughs> yeah. it's nine o'clock at night we i have, have no have cage. cage we have no food no water yeah nothing. i'm like what am i gonna like, do with this dog like uh yeah. no yeah and then like w- then we thought about it that night and then we were like okay let's do it because we never had and a dog before and he was the best dog ever yeah he was the he best was dog the, so anyway i'm boy. uh scrolling through facebook my mother-in-law works for pause she's a director at pause in dearborn yeah. county uh. And uh, they posted up this dog, and I seen it, and I was sending it to Dave, like, look at this dog. <laughs> yeah, that's how it starts. And like, then Sloop. normally he tells me no, but this time he didn't. So we got the dog. Yep. Yeah, normally he says no, he, like, because I've sent him dogs before, and he goes because no. I want a French bulldog. Yeah, but I sent him this yeah. dog, and he said okay. Yeah. So he knew it was okay. Yeah. So look anyway, at looking at me right now, he's just looking at so, the table. So something. I have this dream where I'm like yeah. sitting um, at the beach on a swing, yeah, and like I'm looking out at the water, uh-huh. and then like God is talking to me, but like I don't ever look at him. So I'm only like looking at the water. It's like a movie where he's like he's there somewhere, but he's in the background talking to you. What's up, Gage? So I'm like, <laughs> so, here's fearless Gage. Yeah, so it's like we he's just literally he's, explained your name. Go ahead. So he's just so it's like he's sitting next to me, and we're both like looking at the water, and he starts telling me about how Frankie needed us, and we needed yeah. Frankie, and it's Bolt reincarnated, and he made him black because he knew that I would never get an, another little white dog because that would then I would feel like I was replacing Bolt. Uh. And I don't want to replace Bolt. Yeah. You know, so, because Bolt is his own thing. But he yeah. said, like, Frankie's Bolt reincarnated he's and he made got, him black so that got I would. Bolt energy, like, all day. He's got that big Bolt energy. Yeah, hump everything. <laughs> hump everything. His ears flip back. I love his ears because, like, they'll be flop. They're big floppy ears. But then if they flip back, his wires are crossed. And he's like, you got to, like, snap your fingers to get him to focus. He's yeah. Just, He's the best. Because he's in a dude. different world. But yeah. Yeah. So I just, I had that. But like, I have these so weird dreams. Vision, yeah. Like it, um, like every year I have this dream where my mom comes to visit me on November 10th to remind me today's the day Gage, I almost will you died. you take him up in your room with you? Yeah. He, he, uh, he went to the bathroom this morning. So I think he's just chill. But as long as you take him, because he's been a lot. Thank you, buddy. Love you. Yeah. But every, every year on November 10th, I have this dream. Yeah. Where my mom visits me to to gently remind me that today's the day that I died. Like that's what she tells me all the time. Today's the day that you died. That I died. 
when you had that surgery. Yeah, when I had that surgery. She's literally come every year. And guess what also happened November 10th? What? The babies were born. Oh. So I have, like, all of that in, like, one dream now. Uh. That the babies were born I'd the day that I died. I nothing anymore, and I haven't for three years, I feel like. Oh, no, the last time I had the dream, remember I that? have nothing but dreams. The I last, feel like I don't sleep dude, because I all I have is dreams. this fucking last dream. Did I ever talk about it on here? I don't even know if you talk to me about it. Every time you're like, oh, you had a dream? I never dream. That's what you say to me every time. <laughs> what are these fucking voices, dude? That's uh, What's that voice? There's the dumb voice. Where's the dumb one that you give every fucking person in this house, including the dogs? <laughs> what's that voice? I'm Go not ahead. doing it. No. Yeah, you do it. Every no, time do, I'll it. do it. No, I'm not. Come on. When you say something dumb, I'll do the voice because that's what triggers it for <laughs> okay. me to be. So I had a, the last dream I had was like, uh, it felt Russia vibes. Oh yeah. Okay. That dream. You did tell me about that dream. <laughs> and we were, um, it was you and me and we were like in this fenced in area. It was almost like, I, what's the internment camp feel? That's what it felt like. It felt like an internment camp feel. And then like all of a sudden these fucking sirens went off and they were like, purge type sirens right like just going off and then like i grabbed you like yo we gotta go i don't know why we had to go anywhere like the details are very anytime right that's normally how it goes yeah and so like we left and then like three dudes grabbed you from me and then you were gone and then i started freaking out and it was like the whole separation anxiety maybe Right. So then yeah. all of a sudden you, well, come you literally back. were talking about people kidnapping me yesterday. So that's yeah. definitely a fear you have. Yeah. So then, so then you come back. Yeah. That's because fucking dudes are weird. So then you come back. And you know like why that is? Tired. You're crying. You're like bawling. And that's when I woke up and I'd like tapped you. And then you woke up. What's up? What are you reading? No, uh, well, she's I was, reading an article or some shit. No, I was just trying to look for notes that I had for, for, for your what? thing. But for what I, thing? For this thing, for the podcast. I had written down notes, but I guess it didn't save. I was looking to see if maybe I deleted or something. Oh, I got a bunch of shit. I know, well, like but we we didn't even talk about the sale we had. But I think I think <laughs> that you. What? I think that you think dudes are weird now because you've listened to podcasts with women. Oh yeah, but that's that's the whole. Th- that, that goes back to the whole point of like talking about like educating and learning, learning, learning. Right. So like, right. I love a lot of women based podcasts cause you hear the fear you see it, but I see it firsthand. Like when we go out, I see the shit, I feel the vibes. Like we were at, um, fucking, we were just at Dave and Buster's and there was some dude with his two sons there and he was all around us the whole fucking time. And he would be like looking at you and it, it was a creepy, weird vibe. Like, you know, I got that feeling off of him. You know what I'm saying? If you were there by yourself, there would have been some shit going down. And then, you know, when I hear the story, you and Heather at the concert and the dude's licking your neck and shit. Yeah, that guy was You know just, what I mean? And he like, was just annihilating. Know, and then the fucking backpack grabbing you and shit. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so I know what the world's full of. And then, you know, now everybody's going to carry guns like, around. So how, but like, <laughs> who knows what's going to so happen? So do I. Now. No, yeah, but you train too. Like, you know, like now you've just recently learned about shark knees. So yeah. those are being thrown around very freely here in the house. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> um, but which is good because now it, it steps your game up. It elevates a little, uh, 
you know, now you don't just have to throw hands. You can give them a little shark bite, and then they're like, oh, I don't like that. Also, the thing is, is that, like... Especially to the ribs. But also, Ugh. the thing is, is that knees are so much more effective than hands. Oh, yeah. Like, if you can get a knee in, that yeah. thing does so much more damage Yeah, but you got to like, get in close for that. And that's the thing. When you're throwing hands, you got distance. When you're throwing a knee, you got to get in close. Yeah, but... Unless you're going to... And throw the flying fucking Yeah, knee but, in. like, the same, though, is yeah. that really, like, if I bend my knee up, it's really the same distance from your body than my hand is. Nah, because you can step to it. Whereas with the knee, you're... you're you you might have you're throw like that chance them in. of falling or something. Well, you know, like there's I feel a balance like thing I feel more too. like you're pulling them in. Whereas everybody to be able to get the force into the knee. Just how good you throw. Yeah, hands. but I think the thing is, is the situations I've been in, I haven't been in a situation where someone's throwing hands at me. Now I would just fold this chair up and straight bang, doink. Dave, we're talking about walking in a parking lot. Like oh, there's yeah, no. Yeah. Well, you got to look around too. You know, you yeah, in know. the middle there of the parking a- lot. Hey, there's a chair. <laughs> yeah. I'll be right That's back, what homeless I'm man. You- <laughs> what? Did you say homeless man? It oh, was a homeless oh, that's man. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Girl, I forgot. Yeah. That's the story. You were talking about getting grabbed by the backpack. Yeah, like, yeah. that was a homeless no, I was man. I'm, about I'm all in a parking shit lot. That happens to you that, that, that have my worries. And then you go to like concerts where, you know, I didn't know you guys were sitting up. I thought maybe you had floor seats. Was there like a pit there or anything? Like, no. How was it? No. Oh, no. Nah. Everybody was just sitting down? Yeah, everybody had chairs. Well, not they weren't sitting down. They were front? standing up. But you seen it. Like, didn't you see didn't, my nah, picture? It's, there were seats there. Oh, okay. They didn't have a pit. It was literally people. Yeah. You know, they have front row seats, and they would stand up to stand against the barricade. But, right. you know, they had, like, a little special VIP section yeah. to the side. Right. Um, Like, here's the stage, and it was over to the left. It was, uh-huh. like, a VIP section. They had, like, right. a, you know, the, the little lanyards. But, dude. Right. I don't like sitting on the floor because I can't see because I'm short. So yeah. if I would have been on the floor because well, it's flat. That's kind of how we are like with some of these comedy shows we're going to, like some of the bigger ones. It's well, that's why I, front, well, like, I buy, I buy those. us like in the balcony. Yeah. Well, not balcony, like the well, low. Like, when it's like at like uh, Liberty and all those or like when we were, like I really liked, uh, what was the one in Nashville? We've been there twice. Did we go there twice or just once? Just once with the C. Brendan. Yeah, that was... Uh, like I yeah. paid for those VIP seats, but it's the same. Like if, yeah. like when we go to Liberty Township, if if we're on the floor towards the back, there's so many people in front of me. Like it right. makes it because their state their stage is literally a step up, so it's right. like yeah. they're not high off the floor, so I can't see because I'm short. Yeah. You know, so but where we sat, like if if we would have been on the floor and people stood up in front of us, like I wouldn't have been able to see it all. Was there a lot of people standing up? I, uh, everybody was standing up. Everybody was. There was this chick. Um, who like was trying to get closer. So she was like oozing her way down, like flirting People with dudes. Like, what concert did you go to? Oh, I went to the uh, Mount Westmore concert last night, which is um, Snoop, E-40, Ice Cube, and Too Short. They Too have Short. a super group now called right. Mount Westmore. And um, their CD's not out yet. <laughs> it's not going to come out till next year. But um, they had some tour dates to do and it's just like Saturdays. So like last week they were, I think they were like in, they were somewhere in Ontario, like maybe Toronto or something. Um, and then this week they were in Cincinnati. They, I, they were in Chicago a few weeks ago, but they just do like a Saturday. Like right. it's not a whole tour right now. It's just like a big venue on a Saturday night. Right. So, you know, they're giant people. So it's like, they don't yeah. need to do their icons. Yeah, the they don't. Yeah. They don't need to do a show every other day. Like right. they can do a show once a week, and Sell they're making fat money. Make fat money, yeah. Merch. You know, we were in the lower bowl. Merch. We were in the lower bowl. You know, we we're yeah. probably like, oh, we were row F. 
Yeah, I was going to say, it looked like you guys were like like 10 rows up from the floor. Yeah, we weren't even 10. We were like five rows up from the floor, you know, and it was enough space to like where, you know, we were above. Well, and then the thing that was nice was we were on the end. So it's like we had the space of like the aisle way right. too to be able to see, you know, so we had that like extra space in between so you, right. you could like take pic- pretty good pictures and stuff. But there was this dude who like kept coming down and standing right in front of me. You know, it's like, you're not sitting here. Those are the dudes I'm talking about. See? So I told him, I said, I said, hey man, I can't see. He goes, oh, I'm just trying to get some video. I go, me too. Like <laughs> I paid for this fucking seat, bud. And then right. there was, but then there was this guy who was like uh like the super usher. He was playing the role as super usher. Oh, and he was like, I take my job serious. He I've was. I've seen what happened to Astro World and we are not having that No, here. it was the, it was like the, it was like the mask usher oh. at, um, at Las Vegas at the Golden Knights thing where she would look over at you and oh, be like, put dude, your mask on. Every fucking time. Like you're and literally, look around at you literally else. took a drink of your beer and you just pulled it from your mouth and she pointed at you and said, put your mask on. And yeah. you're like, I just took a drink of beer. And you kept getting mad at me because I wanted to fucking be like, hey. Well, because, because. I was going to hit her with a chair, remember? And you stopped me. No, I here's the that thing. Chair up and I was is like, that I'm, I'm the person of personal responsibility. So like. If you're doing the wrong thing, like, I don't care if 50 other people are doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Like, I need to do the right thing. Uh, so, like, for you, you'd be like, I got my mask off. So do all those people. But it's like, she's only one person. So, what do you want her running around or section the whole time? Like, mask, bitch, mask, 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 mask. just calm the fuck down. So, anyway. This guy. Like, I just, I'm just the person, the person. I know, this guy you were talking about. Oh, so Super Usher comes up and is like, you need to get back in your seat. You can't be standing in these aisles. The fire marshal will shut us down. He will shut us down. Who did he say that to? To the guy. And I was like, ah, yes. (laughs) Oh, maybe he heard you. Maybe the usher heard you. Maybe. And came over like, Maybe. No, but there was this girl who kept like working her way down and she would start flirting with dudes to like get to stand next to them. But she was like in the aisle. Right. And he came up and that guy like yelled at her so bad. I thought she was going to cry. <laughs> Maybe she did. You little soft motherfucker. No, she looked like she was going to cry because he was like bitching at her. Yeah. And then, um, then the dude she had been smoozing with and put all this time in. Like, me and Heather were laughing at her because she's just working them. And um, they thought they were all in. Like, they were trying to share. Like, trying to one guy was trying to pull her over, and then the other guy would pull her back. Or, like, the other guy would try to pull her over, and then the guy that she was standing next to would sit down so she couldn't, like, come through. So it was pretty funny. Like, actually kind of see two dudes, like, fight over a chick. But um, she went to use the bathroom or something, and then they left, and they went and hung out with their friends who were sitting on the floor. Uh So she came back, and they were gone. Uh-huh. so she was like standing there by herself right. and like I don't know if they were buying her drinks too and stuff but then like probably she left and then like 20 minutes later she came down with a different dude and they were standing together in those dude's seats oh, nice. and then one of the guys came back and went to get it back in his seats and she like waved at him and then gave him the peace sign and he like looked at her and then he like walked back down to the floor basically she was like you're not getting these seats back because her and this other dude she picked up were sitting there now it was it was crazy well not crazy it was funny <laughs> to me it was funny yeah but you know just to see she was like play on player that's what she did she went <laughs> right Nobody in his face see that, though. 
Yeah, it was, I know, but you can. And it was funny. Yeah, but nobody can see what you did. She's she waved. Away. She did little fingers little right finger in his face. Waves, like, bye, bitch. Because he's Kiss in the aisle and she's juices. in the end seat. So yeah. they're literally face to face. And she does a little finger wave in his face and then flips her hands over and gives him the deuces. I was like, like, bye. We'll see you later. And he was like, meh. That's he went down the table. Like, oh, she's oh. like, bye. I took your seat. Oh, she was a big girl, too. She's like, hey. No, not like my seat. She was like real tall. Yeah. She was probably like hey. She was probably like five ten and she probably weighed Look like Shaq with a wig on. No, no. These my seats now. No, she's a blonde chick. Get on, bitch. No, she's like a blonde chick. She was probably like five ten. She probably weighed like two fifty, probably. Get on, bitch. No, well, they were like fighting over. Yeah. It was funny. I'm like, oh, she's just there for Speaking of concerts. Ba ba ba. Oh, but well, let me finish with the Westmore concert, Mount Westmore. If you go to those shows, those shows are amazing because those guys easily have an hour of their, of their own, own content. Material. Yeah, so that's of, like, four bangers. hours just right there. And like Too Short literally said that. He was like, we could do a four-hour concert for you easily. He's like, we for sure all at least have an hour of hits that we could do for you. Who said that? Too Short. Too short. And he's like, and I've been in the game so long. He's like, I probably got two hours, right, boys? Cause he's 55. Yeah. You know? So he's like, I got two hours. Right. He goes, he's like, I've been in the game so long that some of you in the audience, you know, you guys were little kids listening to too short. He's like, you, you all got in trouble for listening to too short. Your mom, she'd be pissed at you. Take your tapes for listening yeah. to too short. It yeah. was, it was just funny. Right. And he was like, he goes, I bet some of you were in the car with your mom while she was listening to Too Short and you're in, you know, in yeah. the car seat. Yeah. He's like, I've been in a game so long. Right. Yeah. That's and it, I, it's yeah. true. And it he's is. like, 1988, he goes, I was living my best life. I had this car. I, I lived in this neighborhood, getting my dick sucked by this bridge. He goes, what were you doing in 1988? Yeah. I was like, uh, being in third grade. Heather's like, I was five. <laughs> it was just <laughs> funny. You know, because Heather's like, I was five. I was like, and I can imagine a little five-year-old Heather like, ah. <laughs> the way she said it, you know, I was five, little blonde hair. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was just funny, though. It was it funny. funny. And at the end of the show, um, uh, Cube was like, uh, did you guys, you guys have a good night tonight? And everybody was like, yeah. And he's like, did you guys have a good night tonight? And everybody was like, yeah. And he's like, you know why you had a good night tonight? You know, and like, Heather's like. Cause it was a good day. Like the whole time Heather was like, cause that's her favorite cube song. Yeah. And she was like, I hope he plays, you know, today was a good day. Right. I hope. And the whole, every time he came up, she's like, today was a good day. Like every time he went to, and he would do a different song. And she was like, cause today was a good day. And then he's like, you know why you had a good night tonight? And she was like, cause today was a good day. <laughs> and then he was like, cause it was a good day. And then they hit the music. Oh, it's great. That's fun. And then he was like, this is our last song. And then people started leaving, you know, like get out. And then they did another song. They did like a, they did a song together, one of their, their Westmore songs, but it was literally like at first they, so they all come out in uh, like King chairs, uh -huh. like the four of them across and they raise up out of the stage and they're all in these chairs and they each stand up and they like do a verse from their chair and they sit back down after they do their verse. And then like they come down off the stage or off their chairs, and they did one song each. And they were rotating one one song each. And then they did like an old school medley, and they did four songs. 
And then they would do songs that they did together, but then they would also do songs that they were features on, which was really cool, you know, because they like, like E40 um, did the um, Big Sean, I Don't Fuck With You. Yeah. And then uh, Too Short did his verse off of I'm Bossy with uh, with Khalees. Right. Uh, or Kellis. How do you say? I think it's Khalees. I thought it was Khalees, too. Yeah, it's Khalees. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then I was like, am I fucking Kellis? it up? Is it Kellis? No, it's Khalees. It's Khalees, so, yeah. Yeah, so. It, that's like, how they it, got the Khaleesi's name. You know that, right? No. Yeah, that's a, she She did an interview on E! And they asked her about, like, who came up with the Why name Why does your Khaleesi? face look like you're lying right now? Because I am not, and you're not. Your me tell face the story. Why did you looks just like this is me? fake. <laughs> because your face screams fake. This is a pretend story. Yo, Dave so just made up like a rap. I did. I did throw it in there, but Snoop Dogg I was knew. just on Joe Rogan. So uh, if anybody out there wants yeah, to listen funny. to Snoop Dogg, on Snoop Joe was Rogan, like, was really "You want to smoke so weed? Right. You want to smoke weed with Snoop?" And everybody's like, "Yeah." Like you want to smoke weed with Snoop, and I was like, "That's how you get COVID, Snoop." Because <laughs> I was just imagining all these people start passing weed around, and everyone hidden weed, you know, like to smoke weed with Snoop. And there's a lot of people, and I'm like, "That's how you get COVID, Snoop." And then what? And then it Heather goes away though. No, Heather goes. Heather goes. Yeah, but if you get the opportunity to smoke weed with Snoop, you got to smoke weed with Snoop. I was like, "Yeah, you're right." Because yeah. <laughs> it's true. You got to. You have to. Is that what he did? No. No, he definitely didn't. But he, uh, they were smoking and drinking the whole time. And you at the start. end, at the end, like, Too Short was off doing something else, and it was her, his turn to come up. And Ice Cube was like, what the fuck you doing, man? <laughs> like, it was funny. He's like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? He goes, are you sitting in the crowd right now? And he, like, comes back up, and he walks over to Ice Cube because his mic was... Because they have these two picnic tables set up. They got a DJ booth in the middle. And then they got picnic tables set up on the side. And then the riser behind them has got the chairs. So they uh -huh. rise up from behind the DJ. And right. then they come down the stairs to the to the level. And the DJ's on a riser. And then they got two picnic tables on the side. Uh -huh. And they have shit sitting on the picnic tables. Because right. they're drinking and stuff. It looks like a picnic. Right. It's not food. But it's like they got Grey Goose. And they got tequila. And they got mixers. And they're drinking. And they're solo cups. And they're drinking right. while they're performing. Right. And they like literally took an intermission break and like played a video and they just went behind the booth and you could see them rolling weed up like behind the booth and then they came back out and they, so they had like joints in on the tables and stuff and you know Snoop he's like not drinking he's just smoking weed the whole time you know but like I, he was like what the fuck are you doing are you in the crowd right now he comes like walking up the stairs and he walks over to his to Ice Cube and he picks his mic up off the table and he's like Man, he's like, I'm just, I'm just fans of you guys. He goes, it's just so fucking hard to be on the stage with you guys. And when you're performing to not want to see it, right. he goes, you can blame it on the tequila or whatever that I'm a little fucked up, but I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Who said that? Too short? Too short. Yeah. And then he went into, he went into a song that he did with E40. Oh, that's fine. You know, but like all the E40 songs that I really love, he did. Yeah. You know? Like the two, like I don't know all two short songs. Like I'm not a huge two short fan. Yeah. To me, he's you know he's really dirty all the time. Yeah. So it's like, 
you know, I just, you well, can't it's like listen. like we're in the car. You and I will be driving. I'm like, uh, I don't really feel like all this dirty shit right now. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like literally every, every song, every song is dirty. Be like, yeah. That's his, you like, know, it's about yeah, sucking okay. dick and getting pussy or whatever, yeah. you know? So it's like, like, dude. We get it, dude. Yeah. And then he's like, bitch, you know, all yeah. the time. And then he's like, just so you know, I don't think all women are bitches. And Heather's like, 75% of them. <laughs> you know, is it funny? You know, yeah. like her commentary. Right. And then he goes, he goes, and also I know that all bitches aren't women. He goes, there's some of the bitch ass men out here. Yeah. <laughs> it was just funny. Right. You know, but like, yeah, he's pretty, you know, he's just pretty dirty all the time, you know? So it's like, you, I don't know a, a ton of his songs, I, but I probably knew like four of the right. songs that he did yeah. um, because, you know, they have this, they all have this giant collection, right? Of songs they could oh, pick yeah. from, oh, yeah. you know? So it's like, there's so many, right. you know, that there's, if, unless you were a super fan, there's no way you'd know all of them, mm -hmm. you know, because there was like Ice Cube song he did that I didn't know, right. you know, uh, I knew all Snoop songs though. And then all the E-40 songs I knew. Um, even the one he did with E40, I knew. E40. You're not. I, yeah, tell I, me where to go. Tell me where to go. No, tell me when to go. Oh, see, I'm that's how. I, that's what I was singing when you started a podcast. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Yeah. That's get the start like that voice when he raps like this. That's how he sounds to But me. he's from the Bay, from Oakland. I oh, mean, so. I'm good on that. That's you fine. Know, to me, you're a feature. That's like those do. Like but he mystical, doesn't rap like that all the time. Like, E40 doesn't rap like that all the time. I was listening to him last night. I he didn't disagree. sound like that at all. Uh, maybe not then. What's up, boy? There's Dade. We're about to get oh, into Oh, Dade's it. wearing his E40 shirt. I bought him last night at the concert. Oh, yes. Yep. We're about to get into the whole Astro World talk. Dade, Dade, do you want to jump on here? You want to jump on, Dade? You could jump on and talk about. Sure. All right. Wait, uh, sit right there next to mom. Here, I'll get you. Get your chair right there, bud. Yep, grab your chair, fold it up. Oh, wow. First first time Dade's getting on the podcast to chat. You so gotta turn his mic on. Your mic's over there. Give us a minute. We're gonna set this up. I might edit some of this out. I'll put uh That's right here. See it's got the R in it. One ten. No. All right, let me see here. Uh he is three. Mic check. Oh, hold on. What's, why is this not on? Can you hear? Can you hear? No, no, no. How about now? Hello? Yeah, there we are. Talk again. So he's four? Is yeah, he four? I'm right here. All right, four. He's four, so turn off two. Two. Hello, hello. Meow, meow. Can you hear uh, us? Can you hear In your us? headset? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. So, uh. Yeah, so for uh, Dade's graduation, Dade graduated from Oak Hills, class of... 2021. 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Are you nervous? No. You're talking to a lot of people. People are listening to you. All nine many, of them. How many people? All nine of them. All no, I'm nine just of them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> One of them we had, what, uh, 160 people listen? That's a lot. Anyway, uh, so for Dade's graduation... Uh, Jay decided to get him tickets to Astroworld. I, mm -hmm. I don't think I knew about it because it was like a very quick thing. It was like yeah. A, so my brother, my brother, mentioned. my brother told me about it. That's it, right? My brother told me about it like three days before it happened. Yeah. Um, and then literally the day before, Dade started talking about it. Yo. About Astroworld tickets going on sale because he follows Travis Scott, and I was like, oh, 
So I was like, that would be a great graduation present for him to send him to Houston. Yeah. You know, to send him to yeah, Houston, yeah, yeah, yeah. he'd fly on a plane. I'll send Dave with him. Yep. They can do some like father son bonding shit mm. and they can go see Travis Scott, who I know Dade loves. So, yeah. um, I got the day the tickets I went think, on sale. I, I, I the, was on my computer and yeah. I was on my phone trying to get tickets yeah. and I got them. And then as right. soon as I got the tickets, I immediately booked that right. the, the flight, the hotel and the car, because yeah. The way hotels and flights work is the more people trying to go there, the more expensive they get, especially the hotel. Yeah, like they'll breathing into the mic a little heavy. Oh, sorry. So you might want to push the mic a little bit away from you. Just when you well, go to talk, move yeah, your mouth you towards it. This, you can, it rotates this wow. way. It's it's like we're playing Xbox, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we'll play. Yeah, we'll be, just when you we'll go be, to talk, just put your mouth. Yeah, it, like we'll be playing. It. Plus, like you lean just got into up, it I'm like sure. this, and then when you're you just got up to join us, so I'm sure that's part of it. But. uh yeah, so I, I got the tickets and I immediately booked because like, especially with the hotels, like uh, like for, for Astronomicon, like the hotel initially when you booked it was like a hundred bucks. But then yeah. by time Astronom actually came, they were charging $400 a night for those rooms because so many people wanted to stay there. So the sooner you can get it, the better. So I booked the right. hotel like the same day. So everything was ready to go. Right. Um, and then Dade came home from school and he was like, Mom, did you see? And I was like, what? He goes, the tickets to Astral World sold out. It was yeah. 100,000 tickets. So you used to work at, um, I don't think people are aware that you used to work at Ticketmaster. So you No, I used to work at Harmony House. You used to work at Harmony House. And it had House. a Ticketmaster outlet in yeah. it. And I used to sell Ticketmaster tickets when on sales yeah, happened like and people stuff. would come into Harmony House to buy Ticketmaster tickets. They would line like up at 10 a.m. And, and I used to sleep in the back room, like on a chair. Yeah, when you come visit. <laughs> when I'd come visit you if you had work. I'd yeah, because I work chill at your work in the back office but anyway. i like i kind of know how the tickets work when they go on sale yeah. exactly when you need to log in you know yeah. like they don't you don't sit in queue it's like at 10 a.m they open it and Benefits the floodgates like open working multiple jobs and like you know just learning experience and learning yeah so it's always better too so to like have your shit sold, on sold file out what like a hundred thousand tickets in like a half minutes. an hour. In 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Yeah, but I thought it was 100,000 tickets. It was 100,000 tickets, but it was 50,000 each day. Yeah. So you could buy the weekend pass. Uh -huh. You could buy a VIP weekend pass, or you could buy just Friday or just Saturday. But the problem with it is you don't know the lineup. Yeah. So they right. sold 100,000 tickets. Yeah. You know, yeah, 50,000 nobody knew the lineup. We, did, we literally didn't figure out the lineup. Until, until the day you left. The day yeah. before you left, uh, Wednesday. Yeah, it was like it was right? like it was like the week before, right? You yeah. texted to me or I, something. Yeah, because they um one of them one of the pages posted it. They had like the first lineup. I was like, all right, well, what's the second day? And they posted it like like, like Wednesday, right yeah, before. Yeah, it was like yeah. Monday. You found out what the lineup was for Friday, and then right. Wednesday you found out what it was for Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you're taking the chance if you don't buy a weekend of of not seeing who you wanted to see. Right. You know, so like, uh, so that, that you guys that, can tell the rest of the story. So I wasn't it. there. So, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, we got them. So for the present, we got them like some, some shoes. Bought them LeBrons. Were they Travis Scott LeBrons no. or just LeBrons? They, they were, were just like, LeBrons. They were like colors, but I kind of like didn't want them to wear them because I didn't want They were them like a brown nice. and purple. They're like nice shoes, right? So yeah. we, and then the tickets were inside the, uh, the shoe box and then, yep. um, the time came where uh, it was time to go. So, like, uh, you know, uh, we didn't really know who was who was going. Oh, so, like, part of the story was, like, we got the bracelets in the mail, like, the day, like, a couple of days yeah. before. And, and uh, I'm, like, looking at my bracelet. Dave's looking at his on the couch. And I, like, pulled a little sleeve thing back. 
<laughs> so once you pull the sleeve thing back, like you can't unsleeve it. So that's how tight it is because they don't want you to be able to like take it off your wrist and, and shit. give it to someone else and or give it lose to somebody it. else. And there was a lot of that going on when we got there. But um, yeah, so we like uh, we flew out. You know, um, actually, like we prepared for it because, uh, like, what's the what's the Netflix documentary called? You know, Look, Mom, I Can Fly. Yeah, it's 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 uh, Travis Scott has a documentary out called Look, Mom, I Can Fly, and and I guess some of the background story is like, um, do do you want to tell the do you want to tell the background story on like the whole like documentary in a nutshell, like with yeah, him? Yeah. Um, so it was. It's basically like. Like, everybody, like, is crazy at his shows. Like, everybody's excited. He didn't really have it in 20, 2020. I'm, I'm mainly, like, how he how he got Astroworld, like, the story behind Oh, that, like. yeah. There used to be a park in it, Houston that used to be called Astroworld, and it was, like, their It was park. called Astroworld, or he named no, it? No, it was called Astroworld, and then, It was like, Six Flags Astroworld. Yeah. Six Flags Astroworld? Like, Houston Astros. Right. So Astros. Yeah, and it got, it got ripped down. And a lot of people were hurt about it. So, and he loved that park because he used to go there as a kid. And then he just built it himself. Once he became famous and had money. Yeah, and, and he stuff, had money and, and built the park and based his concert around the, his uh, album. The Netflix, that documentary is, is it shows him going from like doing shows with like three people there to like, you know, raging the fuck out. So, and, 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 and I, I think I speak of the rage part because, you know, it'll come up later on in the story, but like, me and Dade going into this kind of new going in like, yo, um, it's going to get crazy, right? hundred thousand people in this little area and you know, you're raging, you got mosh pits, a lot of crowd surfing, jumping, you know, he entices that whole rage culture. So, um, but you know, we were excited. We got to see, uh, the lineup and there was a lot of like uh, 21 Savage. Do you remember who all was there? Um, like the first lineup had like Master P. Master P was early. He was like one thirty. Like Earth, think. wind, and two fire. O'clock. I don't really. Yeah, like two o'clock. This was on uh, Friday, so it was Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I had so like came they had Thursday. a little baby, Don Tolliver, Roddy Rich, SZA. Yeah, SZA. Master P. And then Travis Scott was closing the night out yeah. on the main stage, which they had two stages set up. One was Thrills, one was Chills. Merch line was ridiculous. Um, yeah. But anyway, we flew in. We. Uh, you know, we got there Thursday. We went out to eat, you know, kind of hung out. Um, I don't remember. What all did we do Thursday? Do you remember? Um, oh, we went to the mall. We went and checked that mall yeah. out called the Galleria. It was like this big mall, and it was Went uh, shopping. Checking out cars. We walked in there. It was like Balenciaga, Gucci. I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's not for me. We just walked past all that. <laughs> we just... were walking past all that to like Champ Sports and Foot Locker and House of Hoops and all that shit. But yeah. they had like a skating rink inside the mall, which was really cool. There was somebody down there like figure skating and stuff. But, you know, we got out there. Then we got, um, we, uh, we got up. Uh, did we go get the bracelet that day? Was that the day we went to trade in the bracelet when we got there? I think yeah. so. That yeah, evening. we did. Yeah. Because I think that was after the mall. Like, later on at, like, 5 or 6, we went there. Yeah, like, we, Thursday night, we went. You and, got uh, a new bracelet. You could trade in a bracelet, and um, so I got a new bracelet. But, uh, yeah, so um, Friday, we decided that we were going to get up there and uh, go. Uh, well, I remember, like, I told you that you couldn't leave, like, 
go and like, yeah, yeah, go that was in one of leave. the things. No and, one, and you were pretty right. bummed about it because you know he wanted to see Master P at two o'clock, but Travis Scott doesn't go on until eight forty-five. So That's they it. literally would yes. be there from like two all day, all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would be there all day. Every you know, so it was like uh, to ride rides. You had to buy a ticket, which we didn't find out till we till right before we left. So you know, your pass didn't include being able to ride the Ferris wheel and all that, and. um you know, so um, knowing that we couldn't come and go, we started doing a little more research Thursday night, and uh, we we did like a backpack hunt the day day of the show. We started driving and and seeing like how uh, everybody was wearing camelbacks, and um, so I was I, that started worrying me. I'm like, oh shit, everybody's got like a backpack on. So me and Dade went to like target and there was people there looking for the same stuff. And so I was kind of like, Oh, we're in a race with these people to get these, these, uh, these backpacks. And then, uh, we went to Walmart, ended up finding a camelback. Dade got him a little backpack and we were off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just making sure Dade's still with me. He's like, no, half I'm with asleep. You. like what, like it been, but it didn't really matter though. Cause like when we walked in, there was people with full on backpacks and they were just yeah. walking right through. But like, yeah, they. We so, didn't want to be. We so didn't like, want it to be like afraid that like we would walk through, and like we wouldn't be able to use our backpack because we were yeah. we weren't even sure if we were able to use our backpacks. But yeah. then there was just people walking in with school bags, and I was like, all yeah. right, well. So like when we got there, we started walking to the park. Like we 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 uh, we parked our car, and then uh, we started walking in with the crowd of people. You had to walk uh, around Energy Stadium and and get to Energy Park, and there was only one way in. And as we were walking, like, you know, Dade kept mentioning how many cops were there. It was like an abundance of cops. Like, yeah. you know, to the point where I was like, Jesus, man, like, everybody's here. All the, the cops are here. And then... Uh, well, it wasn't just... It was like regular cops, cops on horseback. It was everybody. Like that's, and that's what that's I was saying. That's not something as we you see in, all the time. We started like walking cops on down, horseback. Yeah, we started walking down the stairs and there was like 10 horseback cops like running over to these kids who were like i guess they had a kid tackled on the ground security did and they they, they could have been fighting i don't know what was going on but they were already arresting people as soon as we walked by as soon as i yeah. walked down the steps t- across the bridge to the park yeah there was already people getting arrested I was like all right well here yeah. we go yeah they were starting to arrest <laughs> you're people like all right here we go yeah i took a video let's go boys for snapchat and i was like okay like we're gonna you know here it goes and so, uh, you know, I, I think as a parent, you start worrying about safety. So at that point, I'm like, okay, safety-wise, we got this camel back on. It's full of water. I'm using it. It's like a gallon of water on your back. I'm like, we got water. And then as we walked in, you see the water line because they had refill stations where you could refill your water. Mm-hmm. And it was like a fucking long-ass line. Right. And Dade wanted merch. Like, the main thing was, like, you know, with Travis Scott, he releases merch and you can't get it online. You can only get it at his shows. How many? Um, just, uh, just because it's just a random yeah. detail. I'm a detail person. Yeah. How many? Um, because you guys were in line for like four hours for merch, right? Like four well, and a half hours. Well, we started. The, the, there was three merch stations there, which we didn't really know about. But, but how many? How many like spots do they have across to like accommodate people? Like, was it, like, three dudes trying to help all these people? So that's why it was taking four hours? No, they had probably... It like, was, like, probably, like, close ten, to ten people. Ten, ten yeah. people? Ten people. Last night at the at the concert I was at for, for Snoop and Cube and them, they had, like, probably 25 tables, like, the long tables, like, craft tables. And they yeah. had probably 25, 
people. Yeah. Like, and they were knocking it off. Like, as yeah. soon as you got in the line, I, like, there so, was, like, no line. So there was, like, a person thing, in front of me. So, so I was super surprised, so, you guys. So, so my like, 50,000 people is different. Like, like, my instinct feeling when we walked in and I seen um, – and this is just where my head goes. When we seen the crowd of people, it seemed like there was some shit popping off because we didn't see it until afterwards of everybody jumping the gates, right? Oh, busting through the VIP busting through entrance. through the VIP and the gates and shit. And, and that was literally right next to us. Uh, they didn't check our COVID card at all. Uh-huh. The, the, the guy who helped me and Dade could care less about our COVID card if we had our shots, if we had our tests. It was the fucking craziest shit. Right. So there again, I'm like, all right, this is like another level of something going on. This guy doesn't care. I think, keep in mind, we had no idea of the people jumping the gate. That had happened yeah, earlier but- because they opened doors at like one o'clock and me and Dade didn't get there till like three. So shit was already popping off between those two hours. When we went the day before, we actually went up there Thursday night. We walked up to the park because they were doing sound check and shit. Mm-hmm. We parked. We wanted to walk. I wanted to take some pictures. When we were walking up there, we were talking to these kids, and, and this one kid was walking with us, and he was saying how everybody was going to sleep outside and asked us if we were going to sleep outside with everybody else. And I was like, no, we've like, got That sounds horrible. Sounds terrible, right? So <laughs> me and Dade were like, uh, no, we got a hotel. Like, you know, this kid's just, he came with his friends. His friends won't let him stay in, his ho- in their hotel. Oh. So he's staying out with all these people. And you don't see that until you see the videos on Snapchat and, right. and Twitter after the fact. And and I think I was looking at shit that night because Dade was like sending me like, yo, did you see the crowd outside and all that shit? So shit was popping off when we were going in to like check our wrists and get in. Yeah. And 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 we were following the crowd. They 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 had everybody hold their wrist up in the air. They didn't scan ours, right? You're supposed to scan it. That's how you can't go back right. out. They didn't scan ours, so we could have probably left, went back, and then came back in. But I don't know where you would leave at. There was literally one exit and one entrance. That's how they had this gated off. Yeah. But people were jumping the gates again. They were knocking gates down again. They were jumping the gates for VIP. We had none of that, no idea it was going on. So the level of police force and the heightened level of uh, uh, anxiety or anxiousness from the police, mm-hmm. you could feel it. Like, right. I could feel it when I was walking up. So when we walked up to get in line for merch, they had all these fences lined up. Like the line should be going through these fences, but they weren't. Yeah. They were all in front of these police officers and a little crowd and they had a gate set up and they were only choosing to let who was going next. Right. And they would open the gate, let a crowd go in and then close the gate back up. And these people were like moving and shit. They were already raging and they were getting fed up. I was like, dude, I don't know. So anyway, we were standing in line for like two hours and this cop walks up and goes, y'all wasting your time. He goes, that group right there, there's, they've been there for four hours. Right. So then me and Dade kind of look at each other and we're like, all right, we're out. You know, it, it took a while. We were going back and forth, back and forth. And then the group in front of us, they decided to split. We were talking with them for the two hours. We were like, all right, we're splitting two. So that's when we just started walking into the park. And then like. And then that's when you found out they had other merch booths. They had other merch booths. We walked over to another one. Dade really wanted merch. So we got in line of that. It looked like it was not that long. Ended up taking us five hours. And that got us right to the concert. You were five hours in that line, or are you t- in that talking? Line. We got we got in there at like a, like four, and then like it was done about like seven thirty, close eight to eight. like seven forty five, like eight. And Travis Scott was going on. And at he was eight. in the front. I'm kind of glad we stayed in it because it would have sucked if we were like almost to the front, and then like he had like an hour to perform, and then like he's about to perform, and we're not even there. Right. Know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like there was left. definitely people in the merch line while he was performing. That's yeah, how long yeah. that line was. I, I kind of want stuff because I don't know. I just. 
Like no, you should know? get stuff. I went to that show last night. I got everyone something because, right. like, that's it was an amazing show, and like right. it, it might never yeah. happen again. Oh, it so. sucked because like I missed like a lot of the people that performed, like Cold Baby, Don, or like Rowdy Rich and Don Tolliver and all of them because I kind of wanted to see them, but like I was like, I yeah. want merch. I was like, so we couldn't really do oh, much that day. It was mainly Travis, merch so. day, and then. Uh, that's when we walked over to getting Travis Scott and we were like walking over, the crowd was forming. Well, the thing that sucks about it is that, you know, like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty now, but like you thought it was a two day festival. So you kind of yeah. made your plans around two day festival, you know, like today we're going to get our merch and we're well, going to see once, Travis Scott yeah, once and tomorrow we're going to ride rides. Once and we're you couldn't yeah, come back in, once we found out you couldn't go back in and go back mm -hmm. out because we were planning on parking and then walking, taking the merch to the car, coming back, maybe going to get right. something to eat, then coming back and getting back in the park. Once we found out you couldn't do that, then it kind of changed plans. Yeah. And, you know, Dade really wanted, he really wanted merch. So yeah. it was like, we're going to sacrifice this. We're going to stay in line with merch. We met some good dudes, Seth and, uh, I forget the other dude's name, Seth and Noah. Uh, uh, they go to Texas Tech mm -hmm. and they were there for the show. We talked to them for four hours. Uh, Seth bought a hoodie. It was an extra large off some kid. It was a, a $120 hoodie. He paid the kid 150 for it. And then the kid in line offered him 250 for it. So it kind of shows you how crazy it is for merch. People were literally spending three grand and fucking buying boxes and leaving. Well, also like how much is your time worth to you? You know, right. like if Dade wanted to see all those people, would he w have been willing to pay $250 for a sweatshirt that he wanted so that right. he would be able to see SZA and Roddy Rich and right. Dan Tolliver and right. whatever else? Like yeah. those, it does actually, if you were to pay for those tickets single, you know, right. like what does that add up to if you had to go see SZA right. on her, you know, at one of her shows, like maybe if it's 25 bucks, whatever, those start to add up quick. Right, right. You know, so... Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm just saying, like, you know, once we got into the, like, once we got up to buy merch, everything was sold out. And at that point, I had wore a short sleeve shirt. I wasn't wearing my coat. I was freezing my balls off. You can see in mm -hmm. the one picture, I look cold as shit. I only had that Astronomicon t-shirt on. And so I was like, I got to get a hoodie or something. Dade ended up getting a hoodie. The only thing I bought was a long sleeve shirt. Happens to be the same one Travis Scott wore during his performance. I have the same shirt. So <laughs> I keep thinking about eBay. Like, yo, when you see shit's going for like a thousand dollars, I'm like, I can sell this shirt and be like, anyway, like, so we start going over to the concert and, uh, you know, like just a lot of people. That's all I'm thinking, right? Like, it's a lot of people. I got my camel back on. It's it's about three-quarters still full, maybe half full. I've been sucking on it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, we got some of Travis Scott's. Uh, he, he was selling his alcohol drink there called, what is it Cacti. called? Cacti. Cacti, yeah. And, and this was the first release of Tall Boys. So they were big 24-ounce wow. cans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and it was strong. You know, Dade wanted to try it, so I bought me and him one. Uh, I think you got the pineapple. I got the other one or something. Yeah, they have three flavors. Are they seltzers? They yeah, they're seltzers. Yeah, the hard oh. seltzer. yeah they're yeah. a hard seltzer. Pineapple's uh, good in hard seltzer, had, I think. They had pineapple, strawberry, and I think lemon lime, but I don't think they yeah. had the lemon lime there. I think it was just yeah. strawberry. So I got a strawberry. He got the pineapple. Definitely the pineapple is better than the strawberry. Yeah, normally is. I drank about half mine, and I gave it to that Seth kid. I was like, I don't want any more of this. You want it? He smashed it. You know, and, and I guess hindsight when you look at what happened you're thinking about dehydration and all that shit because those stations those refill stations were just packed with people yeah and who knows i never tried to refill my water um so 
you know, after we got the merch, it was like time. Like it was time. It was it was getting dark. The stage mm-hmm. was going. They had this constant sound, which was weird. Like on one stage, it would have this sound and this noise going, just so you could. It would sound out the other stage. So like while we were getting into the crowd, we started working and like working our way towards the middle. Right. You know, we've been to shows, so when people move, you s- squeeze in until you can get right. So we got our way to the middle. The smaller you are, the easier it is. Yes. Yeah, we were like right in the middle of everybody. We were like in the middle. Because I yeah. actually I actually went on Apple Music where they live streamed it, and it like showed like it up in the air and how big it was. And I was like, holy crap, there was a lot of people behind us. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so and that's, that's relevant like to right the, the story, middle. yeah. But, you know, like so we get in the middle, and you're shoulder to shoulder, and we're talking mm-hmm. to some people there. And then um, as we're talking, I – feel you know scissors performance so we're watching her on a jumbotron but you can't really hear you can just hear like hyping the crowd up and shit and yelling and um then uh i feel my leg get wet yeah because you're wearing shorts right i'm wearing shorts you know i was freezing i got my long sleeve shirt and i look behind me and i go did you fucking piss on me and she goes yeah i go you fucking pissed on me (laughs) he goes yeah he goes i didn't want to leave and i can understand did so apologize, boy he life. Like, hey, sorry, man, or not? No, he didn't apologize. Didn't do nothing. He just pulled his dick out, pissed on my leg, hit the guy next to me. You know, so it's fucking crazy. I'm just like, all right, man. You know, and then I start thinking about all the other shit that could go down there because you're literally just tight squeezed. You're like squeezed in. Dade's in front of me. I'm behind him. You know, he's taking drinks of my uh, the Camelback I brought because I mm-hmm. got it on the front. So he's just I'm throwing the hose up front. He's sucking out some water and. You know, you're just, you're in tight. You feel the tightness. People are piling in as it's getting closer. I think showtime was 845. And, uh, you know, people were getting close. And, um, you know, then uh, we line up. Do you got that video? You should pull that video up. The start of it. Yeah. We can let people hear the start. So, like, we're, like, you know, we're in the middle. We're in it. There's so Which many people. One? The two-minute one? No, nah, the short one. The short version of it that you got. It's, like, 45 seconds or something. You know, just just have it on. But um, you know, so we're in the middle and uh we're getting ready to go and then uh go ahead and start it. You right. got it? Yeah. Please. Put it a little closer to the middle. Oh, you can hear it. Right there. That's good. So like, you know that's it. You can just feel the crowd. Now, all right, dude. So that's it. I mean, it was live. You, everybody right there was just hype with us right yeah, there on the mic. Crazy. Yeah, but so but, crazy but also nuts, the other dude. thing you have to think about is, like, for Dade, this is a bucket list item for bucket him. Bucket list. That's so, the thing, right? So the whole time I'm talking, you're talking you fifty thousand yes. people. Just say half of them. This is a bucket list, once in a lifetime opportunity for them. This guy's watching this documentary to get hyped. But not that. You're talking 25,000 people who've been waiting for this moment. Yes. So the anticipation that's been building up for them. You know, like we gave Dade the tickets in June, you know, and it wasn't till November. So you're talking like four or five months, well, five months um, from when we gave him the tickets essentially till he went, five months of him excited to go. So if you just say 25,000 people were in similar kind of feelings as Dade, like that's a lot of energy 
yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like yeah. not only, you know, were they excited to see Travis Scott, it's also a once in a lifetime opportunity for some people, yeah. you know, so like, I, you know, who knows how long it would be before Dade himself working and stuff would be able to afford a trip like that on yeah. his own, right. you know, with his friends or whatever, yeah. you know, it could be, you know, 10 years before he's able to do that himself, you know, right. if he's ever able to, and Travis Scott might not even be around anymore, yeah. you know? So it's like, that is a lot of anticipation, yeah. you know, that is unleashed with, you know, fucking fire shooting up from the ground. Yeah, you dude, know, like, raging. I mean, I felt it. It was crazy. Like, you know, I've been to, 60 70 icp twisted shows right we, we you have i have nothing like what that was nothing like it but like i've also been to shows where they've had huge general admission crowds yeah you know like icp and twisted shows they don't have you know five thousand people on the no. floor no but you've been you to know? limp biscuit you said right limp that's biscuit. what i was gonna you've say been to yeah. that where it's like a ton of people it's raging. I went to There's the family pits. values tour family values yeah, yeah it was it was corn limp biscuit mm -hmm. you know i think deftones was on it you know and it, the floor we were at um the palace of auburn hills and there was probably like five thousand people on a floor and it was like that you had to go where the crowd was going you got pushed all around. Yeah. You couldn't breathe. It was hot. You're sweating. You know, and it's, that is t 10 times that. Yeah. You and know? It was. It was. So, yeah, so we're sitting there, and we're, it's, it's crazy. Like, the start of that, that video you just played, like, I can feel everybody listening to this, how they felt and how they were bobbing with the way that was starting. That's how we all were. Especially that's a popular song. Everyone well, that's knows his new it. Song. That's the thing is he released that track the night before and that's what he opened up with. So nobody expected that brand new song to be the one he opened up with. So they were super know. hyped. They were super hyped and you hear the start of it. You could just feel the bounce. And so I'm in there and I'm like, holy shit. Right. Like, cause mm -hmm. while, while it was getting real close, like they had a countdown up there and it was like at five minutes, you yeah. can start feeling the crowd moving in. So then you right. start getting those. Well, waves. everyone's trying to get to the front. They're the trying waves, to get as close as you possible. Get the shifts, you get the people like, oh, we're going to see our friend. And then all of a sudden they're just standing right in front yeah. of you. They're not moving. You're like, oh, now you're a part of this. Yeah. Right now. I don't have less room because now you're in tighter. Right. And once it started, it was, it was crazy. Like. You know, right before everybody had their phone out. If well, you but see. also people jumping up and down take space yes, and you can does. definitely see the crowd jumping up and down. So the it's like crowd. that it's uncontrolled chaos. The at whole that point. And it was, and I, two songs in, uh, Dade's like two people in front of me, right? He's starting to, we're starting to get separated just by the crowd Yeah. because I'm not fighting it. I'm going with the wave. Dade's like, nope, I'm getting right here. You're not getting in front of me. I'm staying my ground. So then I go, let me stop this in reverse. When we were at lunch, we talked about a meetup spot Yeah. that we had to meet up to. And I go, man, we should make a meetup spot in case we get split up. We forgot to, that's important to the story <laughs> because I forgot to say that while we're at this moment, you hear the video there, everybody's jamming. They know we're right in the middle and I'm about to tap out. Yeah. Right. I'm tapping it's crazy. out. It's crazy. I feel the pressure. I can't breathe. Uh, so I'm nervous. And I was nervous going up to this because of my heart issues and stuff. Mm -hmm. Oxygen's important for your heart. Water's important. Hydration, all the things that you lack when you go to this show. So, um, we forgot to make a meetup spot and I'm tapping out. So at that point I'm like, holy shit, I got to get out of here. I'm scared. 
Yeah. Right. So I go, Hey Dade, I grab his backpack and I'm like grabbing it, like yanking him backwards to the point where it's annoying where he's getting pissed. And I want yeah. him to look at me so I could go, Hey man, I'm out of here. Right. And I, well, cause you grab me and I turn around and you're like, Hey man, I'm out of here. So I was like, all right, man. And I didn't really care. I was like, all right, get out of here. See ya. I was like, I'm going to stay in here. That's I don't really I care. Get out of here. Exactly. I wasn't like that, but I like I was raging. So I was like, I'm right, I'm staying in here. Regardless. This is the moment Dade's been waiting for yeah. since we and gave him this graduation. Like, Let's go. He's like, Meh. basically, <laughs> it was like that, right? Yeah. Because as a parent, you're like, yo, I'm getting out of here, and I didn't want to force him, which I didn't. I just wanted to give him the option to let him decide. And at that point, I tapped out. But also to be clear, Dade is an adult. Dade's an adult. <laughs> he's an adult. He's an adult. He's, I a, he's a new adult. A new adult. But he's never been to this concert, but he knew more about this than I did. Yeah. So at that point in my brain, I go, I'm out of here. Good luck. So the only way I could get out of this crowd is turn around backwards and push with my ass. So that's literally how I did. And like Dade said, we're in the middle of everybody. So yeah. there was a point where like the 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 cameraman and the, the music guy has like a tent set up and then the stage is in front of him. And uh -huh. Kylie and Jenner were back underneath that tent. We were in between the tent and the stage. We were literally right in the middle. So I had a ways to go to get out. So I just started pushing backwards and I'm a big guy and I'm just like, you know, I, I think of myself as like the man who's got the truck in his teeth and he's pulling the truck like a oh. strongman competition, walking backwards. That's how I was walking out, just pushing people. And I remember when I was getting close, I seen this, uh, it was a younger girl and I could see the fear on her face of like getting crushed, help me. But I'm looking at her going, help me. This, I can't help you because I'm trying to help me. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get sucked in. People were, you know, at one point I was stepping on something. When you go to back to the stories and shit, right? I was stepping on something. I got my phone out of my, uh, I was wearing my fanny pack, which was another thing I was worried about, right? Because it's yeah. just a plastic thing and it had my phone plastic and my clip. wallet and all that shit. Yeah. So I'm wearing my fanny pack and I get my phone out and I put the flashlight on and I look down and it's, it's just a sweatshirt. So I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. I should have picked it up knowing how much that shit goes on eBay, but I didn't. I just left it there. And uh, so I started heading out, and I got out, right? And I'm out of the crowd. I start breathing. I feel good. I'm using my um, camelback, and it's out of water. So yeah. I have no water. So I'm like, whew, taking a deep breath. Dade's raging. The concert's going on, but I'm worried, right? I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, shit. That, that's like, that's different, you know? It's just different. Sorry. Dade's nervous. We're all nervous. So it's like, it's different, right? It was different. I, I just, you felt it. So then I'm like, I'm going to go get me and Dade a water. So I walked over and, 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 uh, got us water. Oh, do you want? What? Oh, nothing. So I went over and I got me and him water. And then, um, I just started worrying. That's it. I had my water. I was drinking mine. I consumed, you know, I drank half of it. I saved some of it. Cause I was like, ah, oh, you know, what am I going to do? I, I didn't, I wasn't wanting to go back in there. That's the feeling I got. Right. But I had data water. And then I started worrying, like, where Dade's at? Is he worrying about me? My worry was that he was worrying about me because I tapped out. And maybe he's seen the fear on my face that I was worried for myself. Dade, were you worried about dad? Not at all. At all? Not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> not looked, I was like, he's, he's going like... to get out of here. He's pretty big. So I was like, as long as I, I mean, I'm staying in here, so I'm good. Yeah. Like, I was getting thirsty at one point, so I, like, I tapped a dude next to me. I was like, hey, um, 
can I get a drink of your camel pack? He's like, yeah, man. And he just pulled out a straw, and I, like, just drank, like, a good good amount of it. I'm yeah. Like, All right, thanks, dude. And then I just kept going. Yeah, because it's hot. You know, he's wearing a hoodie. Everybody was cold, so they yep. all got their hoodies on, which is another thing. When you which think is about why everything. people were taking them off and throwing them on the ground. That, are, Yeah, exactly, right? So he's got his hoodie on. He's chilling. So I tapped out, but I'm just thinking about him. I'm like, fuck, man, I ruined his trip. He's worried about me, all this stuff. I'm just worried, worried, worried. And then all of a sudden, a golf cart comes by, and the golf cart doesn't have police lights on it. It's just a regular golf cart, and mm-hmm. there's a... There's probably about an 18-year-old uh, kid there with his T-shirt off, just his chest out, his arms falling off, and they're doing chest compressions on this kid. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. What did I do? Like, that's my thought the whole time, you know. I yeah. don't cried enough for this, so I'm not going to cry. I said that I won't cry. Yeah. So um, at that point as a dad, you're like, I fucked up, right? I didn't force my kid to come. I knew it wasn't safe for me. I should know it's not safe for him. You know, and as we got home and you hear him talk about, like, falling down and feeling like he was dizzy and going to pass out and having to pump his chest or hit on his chest to get back to raging. Yeah, because I was jumping the whole time. And, like, I was getting really tired and some dude in front of me, like, I almost fell over a couple times. I, like, grabbed on this dude's backpack and him because, like, the whole crowd was shifting left and right. And, like, a lot of people were almost falling over at one point. But, like, I was almost falling over. But I grabbed on somebody. I, like, stayed up. Like, all right. And I was just getting really tired. And, like, I could feel it because I feel like drinking that tall boy was not it because it dehydrate, dehydrates you and stuff. So, yeah. as I was jumping, like, I, like, my chest was starting to hurt. So, I, like, pounded on it. Like, I like a gorilla would. If I was like, <laughs> that's funny because all your friends, all your friends listening to this know the gorilla day pounding the chest shit. He yeah, but it it's just. Time, so. But when you actually think about like survival skills, yeah, you know, like he's like, what do I got to do to get myself right? And he knows that that is like a way to get his adrenaline going, and you know, like that's right. actually like a pretty good skill to have. Yeah. You know, like uh, from my point, you know, for me, the last text I got from you guys were that you had been in the merch line for like three and a half hours. Yeah. So I like so messaged I, back like on, an hour. Hold on, hold on. I got to go pee. So I'm going to interrupt you because I got to take a break here. And we can okay, well, I can, I can I talk to, to Dave while you're peeing. About, um, um, it's, it's important to this part of the story is that we didn't have service in there. Like oh, well, that's what I was going to talk about. Our phones showed three bars, so we thought we had service because it shows three bars of service like you have it. Normally, if you don't have service, it'll just be the dots. Right. But we didn't have service as we were walking in, so that's important. I'll be right back. So do you want us to wait for you? No, or no, do you no, want no. To keep you were talking? talking about the last text you got. Start there. Okay. The um, so, like, the last text I had got from them was that um, – they had been in line for merch for three and a half hours. Yeah. So I've been off of uh, Snapchat um, for a long time. Like I got rid of Snapchat. But because they were going down to Texas, um, I wanted to be able to see like the Snap map and see what was happening while they were there. Um, you know, because I was excited for them and, you know, I wanted to see all the stuff that was going on. And I didn't want to bother them about like, hey, take a picture of this or take a picture of that. You know, so I, I downloaded Snapchat again and um, they said that they had been in line for three and a half hours for merch. So um, I was on the Snap map and it showed a girl with a whole bunch of merch and said she had been on in line for four and a half hours. And it was about an hour later 
And I'm like, oh, well, they must be through the line now. So I text them and said, hey, did you get your merch? And I didn't hear anything back. And I was like, all right. Yeah, because, like, I, I, I got that text that you sent, but, like, I couldn't. I responded. I was like, yeah, we're almost there because we were, like, right in the, like, front row. Like, we were literally about to walk. Like, we saw, like, where they had, they had, like, a sign that showed, like, if it was in stock or not. So, like, uh-huh. a lot of people said sold out. And it showed, like, what sizes were sold out and everything. But then, like, I got your text, and I responded, like, yeah, we're almost there. And it just they didn't go through. I was like, all right. Even videos I were taking, like, on my Snapchat, on my story, because a lot of people were, like, I made, like, a private story on there for, like, people who wanted to see, like, concert and stuff. So, like, a lot of people joined, like, 100 or something, 200 people joined. But then, like, we were to the front. None of the, none of the snaps and stuff were descending, so none of them were even going through, which kind of, like, I was like, all right, well, I guess we got no service. Yeah, so I, I hadn't heard from you guys at all, and I was um, I was like, oh, well, they must be, you know, having a good time. And then I was like, how's the shows going? Who'd you see so far? And, like, I didn't get any response. So I'm like, okay, well, they must be having a super good time. Like, at this point, I, I don't realize that they, have ser- they don't have service, or if they do have service, you know, I, I hadn't heard from them at all. And so G- Gage and I are back here in Cincinnati, so we're at dinner, and we're looking at the Snap map, and I hadn't heard from them. And it was probably like, uh, so like they're an hour behind us. And I think at this point it was like 930 or something. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I wonder if Travis Scott is on. And because um, I still hadn't heard from them. I, I wonder if he's on yet. So I go to the snap map. And um, the first thing I see, the first snap that comes up is um, a crowd of people. And two dudes are on the ground with no shirts on. And they're doing chest compressions on them. And then I click the story. I was like, oh, shit, what's happening there? And then I click the story, and the next thing is, like, uh, cops on horseback. And then the, then the next story is um, uh, uh, ambulance driving through the crowd, and then a guy dancing on top of the ambulance thing. It's like an ambulance golf cart. Yeah. And he's, like, dancing on top, and there's, like, snaps of him dancing on top. And then the next thing is, like, a girl and she's like unconscious and they're pouring water on her. And it was just like chaos. And I'm like, what is happening? So, but then there was like snaps and like every, Travis Scott's performing, you know, like he's performing and everybody's, the crowd's jumping up and down, but I'm seeing like all these horrible things happening too. And I'm not getting any response from Dave or Dade um, of from texts that I'm sending. And I'm like, well, they're probably in the concert, you know, but I, I don't know what's going on. And then finally, I get a text from Dave, and it says, hi, mm. period. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad you're alive. I was starting to get worried. So at this point and- in my mind, right at that point, when I text hi to Jade, I was at a point where um, uh, I was worried, right? I'm a dad. I was super worried about my son. I'm like, holy fuck, like, what have I done? How am I going to get a hold of him? I can't text him. We didn't make a meetup spot. What if he's fucking dead, right? What if he's one of the ones that got crushed? Am I going to see my son going by on a card? Am I going to, you know, all these things are going through my mind. But at the same time, we didn't have service. I'm trying to link with him. So I'm like, okay, I got to get Jade involved. I I don't want to because I know how much of a worrier Jade is. So I try not to get her to worry if there's unnecessary worry but at this point it's like maybe she can be a connection between me and Dade from back home so that he can get 
my texts that keep failing because every time I send it, message failed, right? So I'm laying by this Travis Scott sculpture. They had like this big sculpture. I, I think I put it out of my story. It was like, uh, it was a cool looking sculpture. And, it was like uh, a handcrafted sculpture. Yeah, it looked like, like the it looked like the touchdown Jesus, like it was made out of the same material as the uh, touchdown Jesus. But um, so I'm I'm leaning up against it. It's kind of warm. There's like a plug in there that you could plug in and charge your phone. They had like it was like a charging station there, so people were like sitting by it. And um, I text Jade hi. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad you're alive. I was starting to get worried because of all the snaps I've seen. And then the next message I get is. I don't know where date is. We got separated. I'm like, oh my God. Like, uh, like panic. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, and then he, so then he messages me and goes, uh, if you talk to him before I talk to him, tell him that I'm waiting for him by the Travis Scott statue. I go, okay. So I've been in situations where like, uh, I'm getting texts from people, but like, I can't text out for some reason. Last night was one of the things. So, like, last night I was getting texts from Dave, but I couldn't text him back. Mm-hmm. It w- I couldn't send any texts out, but I wasn't having problems with Snapchat. So, I was posting on Snapchat, and I was sending Dave videos from the show last night. I wasn't, wasn't having any problems, but I couldn't get a text to go out at all. Not through iMessage and not through regular text message either. So, I couldn't text back at all. So, it's like I've been in those situations before. So, I was like, maybe he'll get my text. So I texted and then I Snapchatted him like dad's waiting for you by the Travis Scott thing, you know? And then I said to Dave, like, oh, you guys didn't have a meetup spot. And he's like, no, we talked about it, but then we never actually got it. And then I text like, well, you guys should figure that out for tomorrow. But at the same time, I'm on ways, um, you know, like seeing how long it would take me to drive to Houston because I'm just so stressed out. I'm like, how long is it going to take me to drive to Houston? It said like 17 hours. And then I was like, well, fuck, 17 hours is like tomorrow at four o'clock. Like I can definitely get a flight out before then. So then I'm looking at flights. Like what's the earliest flight to Houston? Like, is there a flight tonight? And there actually was a flight in like an hour. And I was like, well, I don't really need to pack anything. You know, it's like one day or whatever. So I was like, you know, I just throw shit in a bag and take a backpack you know, is what I was thinking. And then, uh, Dave calls me while I'm like looking at flights and is like, I'm so stressed. All this, I seen a kid getting his, you know, chest compressions. Like I'm freaking out because my heart's fucked up and I'm have like PTSD and I don't know where date is. I don't know if he's alive. I don't know if he's hurt, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden he goes, I found him. And then he hangs up on me. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, cause at that point there I, was just so much emotion. Like I just wanted to let it all out and cry. But like knowing that Dade was good and that he had fucking lived it up. Right. Yeah. Cause that's what it was all about was like just raging the fuck out, having a good time, enjoying your experience. That's what he did. And that was a face I got when he seen me. So I, I knew everything was good but, on our point. But I th- like, I think the thing yeah. is that when you guys talk about raging, like, I think that's the trigger for people. It's just you're just normal people at a concert. You know, like, you guys weren't mocking. At ICP, I used crazy. to rage all the time, right? When I'm at hockey and I got some dude talking shit, I'm raging, right? 
Right, but that's not what rage. you were doing. You guys weren't mosh pitting and stuff. You weren't hurting people. You no, were just no, no, enjoying no, no. a show. You were jumping up and down when oh, the crowd yeah, was yeah, jumping yeah, up yeah, and yeah, down. Yeah. You were going yeah. with the crowd. Like raging to me is like when people are in a mosh pit and they're throwing elbows and stuff. You know, yeah. or like what you just said when I met hockey and a guy's talking shit to me. Like so, I'm raging, so when, but like that's when, not what he was doing. He was no. jumping up and yeah, down yeah, with yeah. the crowd. No. So I think that's a trigger for people when you guys were like, oh, he raged it up. But like ra they imagine that yeah. he's one of the guys that slammed mean into people that yeah, are yeah, knocking no, people to the no, ground and people are getting hurt no. because he's raging like mm -mm. to be clear that's not what was happening he's jumping up and down oh there with was the crowd. by him though no he's, i he actually got said, into one yeah. to get air and breathe because i was getting crushed everywhere so yeah i, I know but there, that's but, I actually but i'm saying though in the mosh pit yeah but you were in a mosh pushed. pit it wasn't like you were pushing other people down so you could get the closer to Travis Scott. For people, and it shouldn't be but because the, the way that I'm rage and the term to, rage used in this to describe Travis Scott. That's why I said I was trying to clarify it. Like that's a back term. Back in the day, having a mosh pit at an ICP show is raging. That was our rage. So it's the same thing. It's just their rage is different, new right? Age. It's the new age rage, right? It's the rage against the machine rage. We, they literally were called rage against the machine, the machine being the government. That's all we were doing. We were raging with Travis Scott, right? I wasn't. I didn't get to because I was worried about him. But as far as the show goes, it was one of the best shows I ever seen live. I went to U2. That was a great show. This was beyond that. I wish I could have enjoyed it more with not worrying. You know what I mean? I feel like it would have went downhill though because you've been having heart problems, and if you would have stayed in there, oh, I knew a lot of people were a, falling over. But, but like, that's the instinct with me. Like I knew what my level was going in. That's when you know me and your mom, and I was telling you before how worried I was. Those, you know, PTSD things and the anxiety that I was feeling was because like I knew this was like nothing I had ever been to, right? So that's kind of how it was. And once we got in, and we were hanging with the crowd and he was live and we linked up at the end. That's when like, you know, that's when you start putting the pieces together. And then I like think. five minutes later, I got this cheesy ass picture of you guys together with these big old cheesy grins. Yeah. And then I knew you guys were all right. Yeah. And then you're like, I'll call you. And I'm like, no, now that I know you're both safe, I'm going to bed. Well, you didn't say that. You said, I'm going to throw up. and then I go said, I'm going to throw up and go to bed because it was just stressful. You know, like yeah. I seen the stuff that was happening. I didn't know if they seen it or not. Right. But then when, as soon as Dave said it, he didn't know where Dade was. I just imagined him with all those other kids. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, and then since, since then, you know, we've seen some stuff like the nine-year-old kid died. Yeah. After being on life support and stuff and like. Listen to that story. Yeah. Like, so, you know, I was just thinking about it, you know, like it's a similar situation, although that kid was, you know, significantly younger than Dade, you know, half Dade's age, you know, but like it was a dad who took his kid yeah. to, a, kid to, to a concert a that he really, that he really loved. Right. You know, he probably had no idea what to expect. No idea. You know, okay. and right. you know, that kid passed away, you know, from it and like. You know, that's so uh, the story. So, so I, people so, probably want to know. Do you want to tell the story of the kid? Like his, I don't, what's the story? The The kid was on his dad's shoulders that the, the dad was getting crushed. He passed out. They, he fell down, I guess that, and his kid got crushed or trampled or whatever. Right. And he said he woke up and he didn't know where his son was. And they, you know, they located him at the local children's hospital and he was on life support and, and he passed away. And like that's dad's. the story. But uh, the, 
the continuing part that I was going to say is that like, you know, it was, it's already like a, not a good situation. You know, it was, he probably initially had the same emotions I had because when I was seeing it, I was like, I bought these tickets. I set this trip up. I sent them there. You know, if something happens, like I'm going to have significant guilt because I was the one that made that trip happen, you know? And then on top of it, you know, like maybe the mom got the tickets for the dad and son, just like I did, you know, but the dad was there and ultimately he was the one responsible for his son. So, you know, with his son being on life support, the immense amount of like guilt and pain you're feeling because you didn't protect your son. And then also the smoke you're probably getting from your wife secretly, you know, she is concerned about your kid and everything, but she's also probably angry at you for not taking care of your kid, even though it was none of your own fault because you have that, That's you know, it's, it's the, you know, yeah. the, the levels of loss, you yeah. know, like the, the pain and the sadness and then the anger, you know, and eventually you get to acceptance, but you know, the anger is, she was, was probably directed at the dad. Yeah. Like you were there with him. You shouldn't have put him in that situation. You should have right. known better, you know, even though he probably, it probably wasn't crazy initially, you know, and, and then he goes, couldn't get out. You know, so it's like she has this guilt and stuff from sending them. He has the guilt of being there with them. And so, then- which is so the crazy thing about this whole setup, which I don't think it was ever discussed, is that um, the way it was set up was they had a tree line that that was in the middle of both stages. Date, if you want to jump off and do your other things, like oh no, I'm good. Unless there's anything else, yeah, I know you're. You look tired. You just got up and stuff. I mean, we're pretty much through the bulk of it. You know, we're going to move on to other lighter topics. <laughs> so I, wanted, I wanted to tell a couple of things, like about oh, like ahead, my, like my position coming out of the concert. Like I was walking out, and a lot of people were walking everywhere. And my dad had like on some odd outfit where he had like his uh, <laughs> he had his um, bandana on the back of his head. And I know a lot of people didn't really have bandanas on, so he had like a pink one. So I was like, all right, well, let me try to look for that. And I'm walking out, and I'm like. Uh, odd scared. outfit. That's what, that's why I was to, laughing. I'm He's like, take it all in. My like, dad had on an odd outfit, but like, like as I was walking out, a lot of people were walking <laughs> everywhere, and I was like, I don't know where he's at. But I was like, I'm gonna go over by the tree. Maybe I can get some shirts because it was like a couple trees where we were. Like, yeah. Obviously, like where we were at, where I was at, there was no trees in the middle. But like as you went more back to like where there wasn't a lot of people, there was like eight, nine trees. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna stand by this tree so I could get a text. And then my mom's comes, my mom's text comes through. It says he's by the Travis Scott statue, and I was like right in front of it, like maybe thirty yards away. Mm-hmm. So as I walk towards it, I'm like walking through it, and I like go through a couple people, and then I see my dad walk, and I can see he's worried. So then I go around a couple people, and I grab him like, "Hey!" And, and then that's when he just starts breaking down, and I was like happy to see him, but like I had a good ass time and everything yeah. and stuff. But our story, that's, I think that's the thing that, like, you don't understand, well, you probably do understand, but, like, the thought of that dad and his son is, like, yeah, I'm in that same situation, right? Like, I was, like, like I was, what like, if something would have happened to you, and uh, I have to live with that thought of not forcing you to get out of the crowd because of my experiences of being in crowds when it gets out of hand. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we're at Detroit D12, me and your mom, and fight music comes on, and he's literally telling motherfuckers to start fighting, and they start fighting. 
and me and mom are split up and I'm like, come on, we're out of here. Well, then also like that part was just like dad was talking about the other day. You know, you weren't around, but, you know, he was talking about what if something, you know, would have happened to you. And like he's saying the the guilt and sadness he would have had. But also as far as mine and his relationship, there's probably no coming back from that. You know, like I probably would have a lot of animosity even though I would feel the guilt for sending you guys there. But I also would have probably had a lot of animosity towards dad. If something would have happened to you, as far as like that kid, you know, passing away, I would have had a lot, a lot of animosity towards dad that I would have had to deal with. And it's, that would have wreaked havoc on our relationship already. You know, like if, if something would have happened to you and he was the one who was like responsible for you at the time, and I would have, I would expect that same smoke. But if, also at the same if time, I was the one who was responsible he's 18, for. Yeah, and guess. that's what was going through my head too. Is that he's an adult, so as an I mean, adult, yeah, I can't dad, force. So like we are both together, mm-hmm. but like as he split up, I wasn't right. gonna go regardless. Like I probably would have fought him, or not fought him, but like. He would have fought you. you. Thank you. No, see, not, now you not, see not like punch my you. side like of like that. her I mean, like, being mad at like, me, but no, my dealing with it is. I have this I'm, choice of I, like, I'm, yo. I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying. No, but I'm saying you see how relationships yeah, can but, go off but, of that. But, so d- now you think about the family of the little kid. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm saying, though, like, if something had happened to Dade, none of us would have just heard that part, right? It would have no. been it would have been it a mom. Been. It would have been a mom we would have not dealing known, with the emotions right. of of her son being on child support and then dying. The thankful thing is, is we get to hear his story. That's the right thankful now. part, but that's yeah. the point that I'm making right. is that you know it's it. Oh, I know we you dealing that. with that You're grief and to that's think about it all. You're trying to go through your mind and going, how did he die? How did he know? Did he have a good? You know, like when I hear him tell me now, like. I had to pound on my chest. I was feeling dizzy. I fell down at one point and grabbed on to get back up. Like, I didn't tell him any of that. He didn't know any of that. That's instinct of survival in well, his I knew, mind. I, I, I knew what but, I was getting myself into. Right, so I but, knew some, how but a lot of people there didn't. And a lot of those boyfriends, and that goes back to a bigger picture of what me and mom talk about a lot of times is... A lot of the men and the husbands and the boyfriends expect their woman to be able to do physically the same things that they can do and be in those situations as far as like a lot of these boyfriends took their girlfriends there and their girlfriends had no idea. They're there to have a good time and see Travis Scott. And then once the rage happens, not the rage, but once the concert starts is basically what the rage is and everybody's jumping. That rage to me is the video that we had where everybody's jumping at the same time. That's raging. That's like, you're just feeling the music. You're fucking letting the energy out. All this negative energy is just like, let's fucking go. And a lot of those people didn't see it. But what I wanted to touch back on is where that, the father passed away. The son. The son passed away and the father was on his shoulder. I think in one of your Snapchat videos, you actually have a video of him on it. Or I think I do. And I've never look through all the videos I took, but I think I have a video with the father and the son on the shoulders and I zoomed in. Anyway, on that side of the stage, imagine the stage, we're in the middle. The right side is completely open to bathrooms, to anything, to merch, whatever. The left side has a barricade that goes from the stage all the way to the back so that you can't just leave on that side and go to the other concert, the thrills. 
Yeah. Which that should have been open. It should have been open, yeah. There's trees there. That's where those trees lined up. And it was like splitting both stages up was a line of trees, but also they used the barricade against those trees. Right. So that, and that's where the dad was. So him and his son moved all the way over there probably at the beginning, but didn't think that they would have to jump that barricade or fight even more people to get out than I had to because we're in the middle and just had to fight. A but uh, but also the thing is, is that like that's just horrible crowd control. Right. Like they know the ball dropped on a lot of different facets. Well, but the just, thing is, though, is that they know in crowds like that, that you can't have a solid barricade. Like they were talking about concerts they've had where it's been in a building and they had walls on each side and people got crushed and died from hyperventilation because there was no place for them to go. They couldn't move. That's how this was. That's how this was. So they were talking about like in Europe at the big EDM shows, they put barricades like every 20 feet. So it, it stops the, the wave, um, a turbulence. That's right. what it's called is wave turbulence right. or crowd turbulence. Crowd turbulence. So it's, yeah. it stops the wave because you, you can only there. knock down a few people. Yeah. You know, like you're only have so many feet you can move. So you can't create the amount of, of force and turbulence through an, a crowd of 50,000 if it's broken up by these barricades. Right. So with them having a whole barricade on the left side that you can't get around, like that's a problem. You know, so that was already bad crowd control, especially like, you know, for that, like if, if you're controlling a concert like that, you mm-hmm. would definitely should research into how to control and a crowd of that size. And that's where like, you know, I mean, to get the whole Astro world, like close the book on that for, for this, you know, this discussion, like waking up the next day and just, you know, what I did was I, I, I went on Twitter and hashtagged Astroworld and just started like watching the videos and all the chaos that was going on that night. Cause you know, you wake up, I'm looking at my son, thankful that we made it out, you know, and I'm just looking at him like, damn, could have been a lot worse. Like you said, you and I, who knows if our marriage survives that, you know, I mean, it's a lot. Cause there's marriages that don't like, and it's not even something like that. No. There's just marriages where like their kid passes away from cancer or something and they can't survive it because they're so overcome with grief and they, they don't go past it. So like, those are all things like t- to contemplate and think about, you know, like we're lucky that they didn't happen, but that's the thing that I'm thinking about for those parents now, right? you know, because, you know, not only are you trying to deal with the loss of your kid, but also trying to deal with those emotions with your partner, you know, it's not like they were both there. Right. So that's just what I'm thinking about. You know, I'm not, you know, on that side, like it's, it doesn't end with his passing, you know, like it just doesn't end with that. No. You know, I just, I'm, I'm about, glad like, we're talking about this on the podcast so that we can stop talking about it. Cause it's yeah. literally people have asked us a million times yeah. and I get the story all the time. Like even yesterday at the doctor, I was uh, seeing my doctor with all my heart shit and a lady there was asking about it, <laughs> you know, and it's like, it just never stops, and you're like, all right, man, like, you know, the the, the thing that sucks is that um, we're looking at it from, like, you know, it was a great experience. Like, he had the best time. He wasn't worried about me. He didn't know anything going on at the moment. He just thought it was rage time, rage fest. But I think that's the majority of people. You have 50,000 people there. Right. I guarantee 49,000 of them had a fantastic right. time. And then you see the videos of the dark shit, and you're just like, God damn, you know, like, we're thankful to get out of there. You know, the next day you wake up, you see the videos, you see that the, the show, the is, show canceled. is canceled. 
So, you know, it threw a uh, curveball into us. We ended up just heading to the beach. We went down Galveston, did some fishing, you know, did some shopping. There was a Lone Star bike rally down there. I took a picture. These dudes came in to eat. We were at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company on that pier. It's called Premier Pier. Mm-hmm. Get my peas here. but we were Popping them. Yeah, we were at Premier Pier, and um, we sat down, and then outside, the, these this, these uh, couple bikers come in, and they, <laughs> the one guy had this big-ass six-shooter on the side of his hip, like old-school cowboy western six-shooter, long. And then on the other side, he had a big-ass Bowie knife, like uh, Crocodile Dundee, and then his friend had a, a 9 millimeter on his hip. So. Dade, how'd your fishing go? I went okay. I didn't really catch shit, but... I didn't really. A lot of these dudes know what they were doing. I were just running a pole, and that's it. I think if it came to the point where I caught a big ass fish, I wouldn't. I would probably would have called those dudes because I don't got a net that bring it up. And yeah. And plus, these dudes probably using bait that uh, like chicken or something. I'm using just frozen squid that came out like a brick. Yeah, I seen you uh, pouring water on it to thaw it yeah. out. But, yeah, but that's I mean, nice, was, you know. Like, so you've gone. You've been able to go fishing. In Texas, Alabama, Florida, you know, South Carolina. Like, you've yeah. been able to fish in some good places, so. Smashing these pretzels. Oh, Michigan. You got to fish up there in Michigan. At, uh, at Harsons Island, off the dock. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, that's nice. I know you really like fishing, so that's why I brought it up. It's, like, your favorite I mean, thing I to like do. fishing a lot. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not really good at it. Like, I don't really know, why, like, what they use and how to, like, which thing to use and i just hope to catch something that's it that's you gotta google all these dudes know what they're doing and are prepared to what they catch and like waiting and stuff i just like to do it for fun i just like it's peaceful you're just waiting yeah. for a fish until yeah. you, know, you can catch something little or catch a 30 pound fish so it's like you don't know right yeah, yeah. it helps with your patience it definitely fishing definitely helps with your patience yeah. You know, but if you're planning on going and, you know, look to see where you're going to and, and what kind of fish are around that area and then what they hit on, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's what you do. Like, yeah. you know, some fish really like stinky stuff. So you get like chicken livers and yeah, they'll hit on them, you know, because livers are super strong. So we used to have a cabin down in Williamstown. I don't know if I've talked about it, but me and my grandpa would get on there sometimes just during the week, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. I'm eating. I don't know if my mom set it up or whatever, but he would just come over to the house, pick me up, and we'd go down there and fish. And we used to use that. It was like catfish bait. Mm-hmm. Like that shit. stuff's super stinky. Yeah, Man, gross. It smelled Ooh. like shit, but they loved it. And I caught like a, I remember it was like a 30-pound catfish, like right off his dock, and he like freaked out. Like it was like dinner to him. Mm-hmm. Like he jumped off the dock. Grab that sucker into the, uh, put it in the net and stuff, and that was it. Took it home. I don't know if he cut it up. and He probably did. It. But, like, one more thing, probably about the Travis Scott thing. I When I went to the mall, I, um, I these guys cleaned my shoes, so I got this, like, shoe cleaner that worked really good, and they, like, brought me in, and they sucked me in, and I had to buy it because I was like, man, I was like, man, I have a lot of shoes that are kind of, like, dirty, so I could, like, clean them all. And, um, like, after the show, when we were walking past, I, like, pointed my uh, iPhone flashlight at my at my shoes that were, like, new that I wanted to wear. And they were all, like, brown and dirty. I was like, man, these are all scuffed. And then when I thought about it, I was like, oh, I did buy that shoe clear. And when I went home and I searched up a video because I didn't really, like, 
really listen to those dudes, like, how they told you to clean and stuff. So I'd search up a video, and the dude had the exact video of, like, what the company was. And he cleaned it. He showed, like, a cleaning thing. So I started cleaning it, and it's, like, spotless now. So I'm like, man, I'm kind of glad I bought that and everything. So, like. So that day I made fun of Dade. We were at the. Uh, <laughs> he did. He sent me a Snapchat that <laughs> sucked him in. <laughs> sucked him in. Yeah, like, I made fun of him. But, like, free ad right there, too, by the way. <laughs> You what know? do you mean, Free Ed? You didn't mention the name of the company. Oh, I know, but uh, do you know the name of the company? No. <laughs> I know. I no Free Ed. It's just <laughs> shoe cleaner guys at yeah. the mall. Buy some. Yeah, and it was like 60 bucks, I think, for the thing. But, you know, it ended up cleaning the shoe up. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm kind of glad about it because I didn't even think about the concert after. I just like, oh, I just want it. And then I'm glad yeah. it worked out because if I didn't buy that, they would probably still brown right now, and I wouldn't know how to clean them because, I mean, I... I was like, use a toothbrush or something. Concert was great, though. Drake yeah. came out. Yeah, Drake came out. I have a, a video of Drake coming out. I have a video of, like, I don't know. I, I looked behind because Kylie Jenner and Kendall were back there, and also Roddy was right there, and I pointed the video back, and I'm pretty sure Roddy looked at me. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure. He looked, it, looked, it literally looked like he looked right at me. Yeah. He probably uh, did. That was in the pretty video. cool. But, I mean, yeah. it, was, it was awesome. It was a good experience, and, Sad yeah. that a lot of people died. I didn't realize that until you told me the next morning. Yeah. Because you said it was canceled, which kind of, like, ruined the rest of the day because, like, after we were standing in line for merch, I missed a lot of people. But, like, the next day was pretty stacked. Like, yeah. Shaq West, 21 Savage, a lot of the people we wanted to see. Yeah. That was our plan was to get there yeah. early. And go, watch, and go ride the Ferris wheel and we're ride We're going to ride the Ferris wheel. Even yeah. be cool just to ride Play the Ferris wheel and watch somebody perform on stage at, like, the best seat in the house, basically. All the, games, all the games they were given, like, merch. Yeah, Dave was prizes. just showing me his thing yesterday that showed. Yeah, I have that, that booklet that they gave you. Remember when, at the, when you walk in, they have all the prizes you can win and mm -hmm. stuff? I didn't realize I was in my book bag. So it was all, like, destroyed and not destroyed, but, like, crushed and crumbled up kind of because of me jumping around and yeah. the crowd and putting my sweatshirt yeah. and hat in there after I got the merch. I wonder if I didn't things are going for it. eBay. I looked, I looked up on eBay. I'm pretty sure they are. Because that one dude, that Seth dude or whatever, he bought four of those trucker hats that I have. Yeah. And he sold two of them, and he already made his money back for his concert and stuff. Yeah. For his ticket. Like, the ticket was like $600. He already made all of his money back just for selling sure. two hats. Yeah. So then he says he had four it. hats when he was leaving. He wanted this trucker hat for four hours. That's all he talked about. And, and people would walk by and he would talk about them. And be like, they still got them hats. Either. They still got them hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They still got them hats. And then he'd like offer them. I'll buy that hat off of you. And the dude was going to buy it. Then he didn't. And then there was a girl that was going to buy it. And her friends, she's like, should I? And she was like, I would. And, and no. So then she kept it. But when he got his stuff and he was leaving, he had his hat on and then he had two like, you know, he clipped him onto his belt. Yeah. So well, what was really cool too, because after he said he was going to buy this hat, so I was like, man, that is a pretty cool hat. You know what? I want to get that too. Yeah. <laughs> so you end up. But I was like, did you end up getting a, a sweatshirt, a t-shirt, a lanyard, and a hat? I got a hat. I got a hat, a sweatshirt, and a lanyard. And as the concert was over, we were walking out, some dude was selling some Travis Scott shirt that like like he made. So I was like, how much is that? And he was like, it's twenty dollars or whatever. And I was like, you got an extra large? And he's like. Yeah, and then I had, like, 15 in my wallet, and then yeah. he had three. So I was like, all right. And then my dad was like, will you do 18? He's like, yep. And I was like, all right, sweet. Yeah. And as we're walking down, there's, like, a whole other dude who's got a cooler shirt style. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's that how it goes. I would have bought that shirt, too. I would have had yeah. two of those. That's yeah. what I did, too. I, I took cash, and uh, 
I, I, t- I took cash to the concert yesterday in case there was any dude selling shirts outside because I always like people who have their own hustle. Yeah. You know, especially because shirts inside are going to be, you know, stupid expensive mostly. Yeah. yeah. You know, like the sh- like that like E4- sh- that E40 shirt I bought, that shirt was 40 bucks. Right. Yeah, like the shirts in there were like 80 yeah. yeah. Because they had shirts in there, but I didn't really want a shirt. I wanted a sweatshirt because yeah. it's coming wintertime. And yeah. a lot of people like on this podcast are like not really like kind of hot weather. And it's probably, I would assume, like all over. What's like, that? It's cold here and stuff. So huh? He's talking about the people who listen Listening? to our podcast. They're oh, probably from all over. All over the world. Millions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That'd be awesome, bro. What would you say to them if they were listening? That's famous. You want them to sign your shirt? <laughs> Don't make me tell the Mighty Duck story. Back in my day, me and my cousin, we used to. <laughs> you talk about those stories like there's something to be proud of. Like, I don't understand. Like, we do people into thinking we were famous because we were good hockey players. That's it. That's the good story. No, you would say, first you say you're from Mighty Ducks, and then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pro cornhole player. <laughs> like,. <laughs> Just be like, I'm a mailman that's really good at Cornell. <laughs> Why? It's like, fun. It, the story's better if you spice it up a little bit. <laughs> Come on. That's the same thing Ed does, right? You got to make the story sound good. No, no. Ed's story is something really happened, but he just adds more details. Oh. You just straight lie and be like, I, I play for the Cincinnati Mighty Ducks. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, my God. So you get the pop of being like a... a like pro hockey player. Yeah, what was Are the you st- calling me out, bro? You blowing my cover? What was the story? You <laughs> You're said the one who brought it up. I would have never brought that story. Was, I'd be like, I'm gonna tell the story about the modern ducks. <laughs> uh, Why do I smell like an old man now? Because that's literally how you said it. You said, "Don't make right. me break my story uh, yeah, yeah. about the modern ducks." Wait, is that the story you said that? When yeah. you guys were playing and the dudes wanted to sign your shirts and stuff? They asked us if we played for the Mighty Ducks, and, and we said yes. So then they went home and got the rest of their family, <laughs> and they showed back up with, like, babies and stuff, and then John broke his stick, <laughs> and he signed it for a kid, and I signed it, and the kid took it home. And now, years later, he just knows that. <laughs> he probably still had this. Dude, stick he probably Googled their hockey. names and was like, who the fuck are these guys? Like, I yeah, can't even. They're not even, even on the roster. Even read our names. <laughs> I mean, they're not even on the roster. Who are uh, these phonies? Yeah. It's still pretty funny, though. <laughs> Your face. It's still pretty funny, though. Yeah. It's just fun stories. Yeah. Well, it gave that kid a good day. He was like, I'm not some hockey players. Yeah. It's funny. It was a good time, though. We had a good time. I wish uh, things would have ended. Yeah, better, you know. But uh, you know, I was when I was looking at the um, the the sheet where it showed all the prizes and stuff. Those actually some pretty cool ones. They had they had a couple beanies on there. Yeah, that said Asher Road. Yeah, stuff. I wanted a beanie. You said you wanted a beanie, but yeah. they were all sold out of them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but they had a green one. They had a purple one. I wanted, but the green one they didn't. Yeah, they or they like, had the green one. They didn't have the purple. And like you got that. I, like, I, I should have bought like more. Socks. I didn't had... buy anymore. I didn't think like to flip shit. I should have bought stuff to flip. Yeah, we could have like, done got, the same got thing. That, and made our money back. I got that lanyard. I want a lanyard. Like, like I hate weekend. that. I hate that. I know. Just you saying that made my stomach cringe. Why? I hate that. It's yeah. the same thing with part of the problem. It's though. the That's same thing everybody... with the shoe flippers. I know. You know? It's all the same. And like my like my brother my brother Ryan made a good point. You know, because he's a, you know, he's a computer, like he's a coder, like he's a hacker guy. 
and he creates code and he helps defend banks against, you know, uh, them being infiltrated by other hackers, you know, so he attacks their system to look for weaknesses and then he creates code to protect those weaknesses. And like, uh, somebody approached him about making a bot for them uh -huh. for shoes, for right. shoe sales. Oh yeah. And he said, I never do that. He goes, cause all I could think of was me. Like he was thinking of me standing in line at like sneak at not not seekers at house of hoops, uh -huh. trying to get data pair of shoes. Yeah, you know he's like, and all I'm thinking about is this mom, mm -hmm. who's standing in line trying to get her kids a pair of shoes, mm -hmm. and I created a bot for a guy to buy fifty pairs of them, mm -hmm. and he's gonna sell them to her for five times the price mm -hmm. because she is really wanting to get this for her kid for Christmas or whatever. That's because he's got good values. Mine was a joke though, so for people out there, I was just kidding, but. I know, but I'm just saying, like, to me, I'm just, Yeah, but I'm just you know, saying I don't, I don't want people to think that I really mean that. When you said your stomach hurt, it was a joke, right? Well, because even, really, you're in line for five hours, and you see dudes buying $3,000 worth of shit, so much so that the people working there were getting their phones out to take pictures of how much these people were spending on merch, and they would walk out with boxes of shit. Like, that dude could probably flip all that for, like, 10 grand. 10 grand. And, like, for me... Like, so there was no so, limit, and that's what we were talking about while we were in line was like, yo, you should only be able to buy one of everything. That should be the limit. Like, if you want to buy everything here, cool, you can buy one of everything. That's it. And, like, for, for the shoes that, like, I've bought on sneakers that I have flipped, I've sold them to other sneaker collectors um, so that I could buy sneakers that someone else was selling for a ridiculous amount. Going. To keep going. Like, I wasn't I wasn't selling them to a mom. That's what you know, your brother was doing with cars. I was selling them to another sneakerhead, you know, for what the going price of them was at the time. So it was like, you know, I, I made, like, off of one pair of shoes, I made, like, $50. You know, but I used that money to be able to buy Dave uh, Kobe's, the Kung Fu Kobe's, the Bruce Lee Kobe's. You know, so it's like I was, you know... Like, I don't want to say, like, I've never flipped shoes or make it seem like I'm, again, you know, like, I did it. But I am i don't have a bot. I get in the same raffles everyone else. I was going to say, there's a market for that. That's what everybody does, right? I was just talking about the uh, vintage stuff and how it's popular. Yeah, like, I just, I go online with sneakers. I don't have a bot. I just put it in. If I win, I win. If I don't, right. I don't. You know, yeah. like, I don't have a bot or anything. So, it's like, I've won a few pairs of sneakers like and I've it. used it to buy Kobe's. I uh, the other day. When we got that, when we were poor living in the wood, the hood, Westwood. When we're poor living in the woods. No, poor living in the hood. In a West, tent in the when woods. When we were poor living in Westwood. Yeah. And I was working at, I was on that car, came in at Johnny Lightning. Uh -huh. And it had the white wheels. Bought it for $5 and we flipped it on eBay for 300 Yeah. You know, that, that paid a car payment for that month. Right. You know, and when you're grinding, it's those little things that are like little wins to keep you moving. Yep, we you know, sold all now, our collectibles that we and had. Now, and Now we got the money where we can buy things to maybe possibly turn it into a business. Like, people are making businesses of doing that. So, you know, it's like if you're the mom that has to have this pair of shoes, well, you got to get in on it. But also, like, when you read the story of the Nike lady and her son and all that corruption and shit, yeah, it's, but it's hard that, to trust all that. Yeah, but, like, that lady didn't know. Like, that's different. I know she didn't know, but I'm saying her son was taken advantage. So there's the shitty person right, that we yeah. get to expose, which is the whole social media movement I was talking about before of, like, mm -hmm. exposing shitty people 
we get to see that because this guy thought he could be better than the system and not get exposed. And we're in a world of everybody trying to expose everybody for something, you know? So it's like, well, but it's not that he's it's, a he's, he's literally the guy who we're was, seeing the cop who videos was of buying... like the bad shit, right? The things that they're doing, we're seeing all the, you know, the, 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 Kids getting t- uh, tased at school for acting like you. Well, we're see also all seeing the- things like the knockout game. Yeah, the knockout game. What's the other one that they're doing now? The uh, uh, de- devious licks, the TikTok yeah. trend of devious licks, and you know they're fucking mm-hmm. up. Like we're getting to see that, and hopefully, like you know, people in there are the ones being exposed. You know, and it's like here we are, Travis Scott concert. You're seeing it firsthand. So there's no lying now. You can't lie about what happened. We have the video of it. You actually see the girl climbing the ladder to tell the cameraman, shut the fucking show off. And that guy could have done something, but he didn't. Right. He chose Mm -hmm. money and prosperity and his, you know, his family over that. I mean, that's a big decision too. You got to think about that, man. He's got a family to feed. If he shuts What? What? what do you mean? That guy's that guy's the cameraman. He's getting no, paid. No, 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 no. His I'm, job, I'm saying, yeah. his job is to tell the director. He's got a headset on that goes direct line to director. Right, that's what it was. And that and he should have said, "Hey, there's people up here telling me that there's people that dying there's people dying. There. You should do something." And then it's that director's decision. Didn't that director to, say something about throwing him off the stage? No, that was somebody else oh. who was up there with them. Like, I'm going to throw you off this platform if you don't get down because they're trying down. to record it, right? Right, right? So they're doing their job. So until the director shuts it down, he's got to keep doing his job. Yeah. You know, so that guy should have called the director and said, "Hey, they're saying people are dying. I'm looking down in the crowd. She's right." Right. We got to do something. We got to do something right now. That's what they should have did. And Travis Scott, like the thing for me is that there's people singing all over and you would have no idea, you know, like someone screaming to you. Like how many times have we been at like just a Cyclones hockey game? How about, how about the Oktoberfest? No, I'm saying just think of us being at a Cyclones hockey game where it's not that loud. The noise you're hearing is normal crowd noise, like Uh people cheering when there's something good. But for the most part, it's it's relatively quiet. Besides, you know, people are talking to each other, so you hear murmur. But you can hear the hockey pucks going from stick to stick. Like, that is pretty low volume. If you can hear their skates, you can hear the puck moving. So it's like, how many times have we been at those shows where someone's been yelling your name from across the ice, you know, to try to get your attention, they're waving, Uh and you don't see them. You know, so it's, it's that kind of thing, you know, like you have no idea what is happening. Like, so especially Travis Scott, he's in front of all these lights. It's super bright. He's got the things in his ears. He's got the flames going on in front of him. Well, but he's got the things in his ears so he can hear the music. Right. So he can be, you know, so he can rap to the music so he can hear it. So he can actually sing along so you can sing along, you know? So it's like. Him trying to hear someone who's 50 people from him yelling, shut down the show, shut down the show. He's not going to hear shit. The only thing I go back to is when I seen the cart. Like, that was the only thing. Yeah, but Dade has a video of them stopping the show after the cart. Oh, do you? I he's, have a bunch of videos. He's got, actually he's got three videos. A couple things over, and you can see it flashing. Yeah. He's got three videos of Travis Scott stopping the show. Like, what's going on over here? There's a girl who's unconscious over yeah. here. 
Like he's calling it out to his guys. Like he, when he's seen it, he stopped it. Yeah. Same way, like when we were at that at the blind pig and Brian seen some guy was passing out, he stopped and was like, "What's going on over here?" Because he could see it. Right. But he's not gonna be able to see 25, 30 people back. Like Tech could see a fight in the back because his guys was shining a light on it uh-huh. to get security there. And he's like, "What are you guys doing? Are you fucking fighting? Yeah. Is this what we're doing right now?" Like Tech is calling it out because he could see it. Right. You know, so it's like if Travis Scott, you know, like, and that Tech 9 crowd is, you know, 500, 800 people, and he can see it. It's like 50,000 people. Travis Scott's not going to see 100 people from him. Right. Uh, something happening. He's not going to be able to see people on the ground. If you guys are stepping on people and you can't tell if you're stepping on someone or you're stepping on a yeah. sweatshirt, right. how is Travis Scott, right. who's on a stage, supposed to be able to see that there's people on the ground? Well, because he's when, supposed to hear him yell and help. Even you can't. He's supposed to hear him yell and help. I know, but, but Dade was headphones but, on. But Dade was in the crowd. Like Dade was in the crowd and he had no idea. He stopped it three times. I mean, at least he stopped. I mean, I don't. I I know, but I'm saying like Dade is in the crowd and he didn't know stuff like that was happening. I saw that there was ambulances, but I just figured they passed out because he knows that people pass out in his concert. He didn't know that they died. I've been at shows where people passed out. People get trashed. Dade was at the show when that dude passed out. But but also like people get trashed and pass out. Well, that's what we were talking about. We were talking about the drink, that big ass fucking seltzer they were selling. Everybody was probably drinking. Already strong. It was pretty strong. It was strong enough that I didn't want the rest of it. That's how strong it was. So I could only imagine if all these kids are drinking that shit and then not really replenishing the water. Yeah, I know that. But like that's what drunk people do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I they know. drink, they drink too much, you know, and they pass out. Like, they'll be, I've been at, when I used to make pizzas at the Bengal Stadium, there'd be people who didn't even make it into the game because they would get so hammered tailgating. Yeah. Like, we came out one time, we were going in, and there was already a guy who was passed out in a lounge chair. And then we get done, like we stop making pizzas in the third quarter and start cleaning up and we leave like 20 minutes before the game's over. And we came out and that same guy was sleeping in that same lounge chair. He never even made it in the game. Like you got to deal with those people in sideshows too. So those people are trash, drunk, falling down. It's like passing out. So it's like if I was in the crowd, I'd be like, oh, oh." you know, like they got hot or, you know, they're drunk. Most of the time I just automatically go to drunk. Like yesterday when we were at the show, there was a guy trying to walk up the steps and he was so trash. He couldn't negotiate the steps. So he's like taking four steps, like trying to put his foot down and he's like not touching a step and he just keeps trying to do it and because he was so drunk. Why would you get that drunk? You try to enjoy the show. Exactly. What are you fucking saying? Nothing. Trying to see a step for 10 minutes. That's literally what he was saying. He was he was yeah. right down from me, like, you know, four steps. And I watched him for, like, two minutes, like, trying to step on one step, and he couldn't. And finally his wife came up, and, like, she kind of dragged him along. Dragged him but along. they were selling gin and juice. Oh, it, really? It was gin, orange juice, and pineapple juice. Nice. So And they had it in, like, these there. sipper cups. Huh? He probably played Snoop the gin and juice, so a lot of people he were did? like, all right, let's drink gin No, and well, juice. that it was, like, their special drink that they had. It was $7. Oh. Especially try? when beers are 11. Did you try? No, I, d- I don't like gin. It tastes like Christmas tree water to me. Yeah. It tastes I horrible. Like I hate it, it. It is. It's terrible. It's gross. Christmas tree water tastes We've gross. You should try it while. one time. You should try it one time just so that you could taste the horribleness that gin is. I'll try everything eventually. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. if you drink a Long Island. That's literally everything. I wanted, to try, everything that, I wanted to try that cacti, but I didn't realize it was a freaking tall boy. I thought it was just going to be a regular drink because the regular yeah. drink is like 16 ounces. That was thing was like. I don't really know how much a tall boy is. But yeah, so we didn't get to enjoy it. I'm like 24s. 
We had a good time. I mean, I drank yeah. almost. I drank like three quarters of it, but as soon as like we were standing in the heat, it started getting hot, and alcohol drink was not getting hot, so I just yeah. like threw it away. Right. I mean, it was okay. Yeah. I heard people said the pineapple's the best one, so then why Yeah, but but time. but also here's the thing is you're not a drinker. Right? <gasps> yeah, like yeah, like you're drink, you're you're not a know. drinker. Just, and it's like for me, like I don't like beer. So it, like last night they had beers, they had gin and juice, which I hate, and then they had seltzers. Or you could pay ten dollars for a Coke in a collectible yeah. UK cup. And I'm like, I don't want that. So I have one seltzer. Right. And they pour it in a cup. And to me, that's the best drink out of the things. Like, you're a new drinker, so it's like if someone gave you a beer, you probably would have preferred the seltzer. You know, if, if you're like me, if you're like dad, you would have preferred the beer. Right. You know, it's like you're a new drinker, and as you find, like when I was younger like you, I drank screwdrivers all the time, which was is vodka and orange juice. I literally drink screwdrivers all the time. That's what I did but then too. I got a little older, Saint and Ives. then I just drank rum and Coke. I used to drink St. Ives Special Brew. Do you guys like vodka? Not really. It it depends on what it's in. I'm not allowed to drink anymore. Yeah, but I just yeah, it's like I like I like Malibu and Coke because Malibu tastes like coconut, and with, mixed with the Coke, I like that. So I drink it because I drink for taste and not to get fucked up. If you're there to get trash, then you drink like Long Island's because it's literally like all the alcohols mixed in with a dash of Coke. Right. That's what pe- when you go to a bar they'll have specials on Long Island's because yeah. that's what people drink to get messed up. Yeah. And that's that's not. You know, I'm old, so that's not my life. So the trip was good. We had a good time. We had a good time. I really wish the second, like, I really wish people, like, nothing really bad would have happened the yeah. first day. Because I, think I totally would have loved to that. play arcade games to ride some of the rides. and Yeah, yeah. like you know, experience I really, wanted, I really wanted to, like, second day was, like, literally the day we were going to use to experience the park. And, like, right. you know, hey, we want to see Sheck West. Let's go watch that. We don't need to get in Rage. Plus, if like, there was other stores there. Like, they had a lot of food stands, like, a lot. Yeah. I was like, man, is this like a food store? trucks had, like, and stuff. But they had a yeah. Nike store, yeah, too, like, a Nike thing. They had a Nike store. That yeah. was hacked. Yeah. I'm pretty shoes and other stuff. They were on the sneakers app. I watched. They did a whole, like, interview with it, and they showed the... The new um, Travis Scotts that were coming out. Yeah, they, they had, had they have there. a black pair and a white pair. They were showing those. Yeah, and but then we were gonna go. Sneakers in delayed the release. That's what we wanted. Oh, did they? Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, I was gonna say that they delayed the release for it. Yeah. Of the tragedy. Delaying everything, I'm sure. Well, it was because of what happened. They said in respect to the people who lost their lives at the Travis at Astro well, World, we're delaying that, the release like, of this. Travis Scott thing. I guess like after the concert or whatever. I don't know if this is true, but I guess he went to Tafe and Busters or whatever. Yeah, but... Probably to clear his mind but, or something. No, he probably went right. because he just had a show. He had no idea what happened. That's what me and Mom were yeah. saying. How would he... Like, he probably didn't know. Like, even you guys didn't even know the extent of it till the next morning. And even I didn't think that it was going to be canceled, but then I seen the post that said it was canceled. Yeah. And then it said that, like, in, like after the concert, he didn't even... He hasn't even left his house yet. Yeah. Which is, like... Well, I, I, I can't too. imagine. Well, he canceled his appearance at Las Vegas the following weekend. Yeah, I can't imagine what he's feeling, too. Like, I think about him and what that was like. To also, see he has kids. You're, you're, you know, right, he has a kid. Kids. He's got one on the way. Yeah. A 9-year-old lost his life. A 14-year-old lost like, his life. The, the, the thing about it, though, is, like, people don't really understand. Like, they don't listen to his music. They don't listen to the message he has. You know, he's kind of got that message of, like, yo, if... 
if you feel like you're not welcome in any other group, this is the group for you. You know, we, it's like a bond thing. So, you know, much like when I was there, I felt like the juggalos, like back in the juggalos, you felt like you were part of a family. And I think that's what he has is like this family of ragers. We rage out against our feelings, you know, like this is our, this is our fucking break room, you know, where you go in, you break shit. That's what this concert is. Not like breaking people literally, but like, let it loose, hype up, love the music. It's an opportunity you know, like to, re- to release emotions. To release that you emotions have th- and Through dance and through music yeah. and, and, and jumping be with up the and down. Crowd and, and then, yeah. you know, then you see the videos of like the, the shitty people, right? There's always going to be shitty people fighting at shows, you know, not helping people up when they're knocked down. You know, not, you know, and I think that's like me. I was more worried about everybody else than like enjoying the show. And that's just, uh, that's probably the father instinct. Like once I got, when, when I was in there with Dade, I'm like, all right, looking at these kids, sizing them up, seeing like who's little, you know, and then once it started, I'm like, you know, if people are pushing us, I'm pushing back against them. So this guy over here is not getting squished. And, you know, but then I'm like, all right, it's too much for me. I'm out of here. You yeah. Know? What, what was cool also too, because well, after you left, they knew you left the crowd because we were talking to a, a couple kids and stuff in there. Yeah. And after you left, after, like, a couple songs, they were like, hey, man, Dade, are you good, dude? I was like, yeah, I'm good. And they were, yeah. like, checking on me because they right. know I was in there by myself now. And that yeah. was my first time there. And a lot of them said they already went there a couple of times. They went yeah, there, like, there was a lot of already. kids that had been to multiple shows. Yeah, One kid said there. he'd been to every one. Yeah. He probably lives around there, too, Houston. Probably, but I'm yeah. saying, like, for Dade, you know, like, yeah. who knows if he'll ever go again. So it's yeah. like. Oh, I want to go again. Right, I, I know, know but I'm saying it's a, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's just there's a lot. But that's what Mom's I'm saying. I'm hoping they have another because I would love to go to another one, and I'm and I'm glad I actually got to go to one to be honest because that was on my bucket list. So like I've been at documentary at Ashford, and I didn't really expect to go to Ashford to be honest. I just wanted to go to a concert with just him, and you guys yeah. made it happen. So yeah, thank you for that. Yep, that's I, about it. I had to murder twelve people to get it, but that's about it, right? Yeah, that's about it. I'm glad that uh, we that we finally talked about Astral World. Yeah. Hopefully now it's dead, and I don't have to talk about Astral World anymore. Besides, that it was a great time for Dave. I have to that's edit it. out that dead you just said. Bad timing. What? You said hopefully it's dead now to talk about it. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> fucking uh, let's just edit every fucking thing we say, man. What? That's a big picture. Well, at least you understand. She Why are you getting mad? Just, you need to calm down. I'm you, just joking. Who's getting mad? I'm just thinking about like life. Like, yeah. you know, when you're talking about Native Americans over, you know, uh, conquering, conquering issues. And then they're like, oh, you can't say that. Like, wh- why are we whitewashing this? Like, why? Yeah. Like, why are we? Uh, I, I just. She's just saying it's dead because she doesn't want to talk about Ashwa and think no, about that's, it. Yeah, but that's what I mean. But like the it, thing so. is is that like everyone is so sensitive about words. Yeah. You know, like it's Native Americans you can't say how they're conquering problems because they were conquered. But they weren't conquered. I don't I don't see it that way. So like for me, you're just whitewashing a statement so that someone else feels better about what they did right you know and not to bring it back to the native american thing but like when i hear people say like you get over all your people being slaughtered you know like you were conquered that's the way life is and like 
if you put that next to, could you imagine anybody ever saying that to like a Holocaust survivor? Right. Like, you know, or, or saying it to Jewish people, like, you know, get over it. Like your people were conquered. Yeah. That's what happened. A guy with heavier military came in and slaughtered all your people. You were conquered. Like, no, it was a Holocaust. Like it was the Holocaust. Like, it was horrendous what happened to Native people. Right. So it's like, if you're saying that with such pride, like that's how I envision you because I try to bring that into like more recent events. Like no one would ever say that to a Jewish person. Right. So the fact that they think it's okay to say yeah. it's a Native American person to me is beyond it. And I'm just sick of like, you know, having to, you know, and just really this stuff's good. smooth everything out. Discussions and people hear this and then they change their views or they make their views stronger right it's all based sure on so on to, to me you double down on it you like i know where you stand you turn, yeah right you know it's like and then it's what? just those, those people, people you just yeah it's like then we don't have room for that you know you, like if you want to pretend that that you did everything great and you did nothing wrong like that's that's a problem yeah. like you have a mental illness so for me like you don't fight with people who are right. mentally ill right there's no point there's they're seeing fucking shadow figures that talk to him and shit to me like when right. you just double down on some fucked up shit yeah. you're just you know you talk to shadows yeah and i can't talk to you you're a lunatic well that's so. it yep that's it yay well, happy thanksgiving five happy thanksgiving to everybody uh sucks yep. we ended on a bad one what were we gonna do the last podcast we said we were gonna end with something like oh we could do that every one was it like a recommendation of a movie or something to watch or something or somebody to go see or something? Dude, I have no idea. I don't either. We're not doing it today, I guess. You got anything you want? We'll say think about to it to the people out there listening. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, oh, good, good job. Oh, look, like a professional. Like a pro. Hope you liked it. Hope you liked. It. Hey, from my it. side of the story and uh, everybody else's. Oh, we should talk about. Hold this, on, we this can is talk where, about the Snapchat. This is where <laughs> the, the, the the ladies. <laughs> Oh, the yeah, ladies. The mamas. The mommies. Oh. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> so Dade, Dade was putting shit out on his Snap map the whole time. and I got know, like 11,000 to 15,000 views on like every single video. And I had probably like 100, 100 people probably add me. Yeah. And they're like these women. And I was like, okay, well, I'm maybe just more people to look at my things like i don't care as long as they don't like talk to me i don't know who these people are I and mean, they're just like <laughs> as long as they don't talk to me they're like hey are you interested in a sugar mom i'm like um no i have a mom of it they're just like <laughs> that's the funniest part he's like, like how about no, an allowance I have a mom. like every week i'm like i'm good uh just leave me alone yeah he's like how old are you i'm like uh 18 18 and then she just like kept going on. I'm like, okay, so how old are you? And she's like, 43. I'm like, what the hell? Get off here. <laughs> Almost 50 years old talking to me. Hell out of here. What are you sad for? I'm 41. That I know. You're, 43. you're not going on Snapchat asking people to be their mom. So. Are you trying to be attracted? Are you trying to have 19 year olds attracted to you? No, but no, he said, Dave, Dade, they're not trying to be your mom. Like, I'm your mom. Yeah, they are. What are they trying to be then? They're trying to, like, bang you. 
they're saying if you'll bet you're a young guy if you want you to throw them some of that young dick dude yeah they're like if you'll bang me i'll give you money yeah they're gonna take care of you Look, as long as you show me attention, yeah, like what that. If you show me attention, I'll give you money every week. I'm like, that's down, what she. That's, that's literally what nope. they want. I'm gonna need you to toss my salad, they're, little they're, man. You're like, no, I already have a mom. They're they're not trying to be your mom. They're just oh, calling right. themselves a sugar mom because nah, 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 they'll nah, nah. a sugar mama because they'll take <laughs> care of you. Like they'll buy you stuff and they'll send you on trips and they'll give you money, but you just gotta like bang them. You got to take them on dates. Whoa. They get to be this old lady with this young, like, young hot stud. Yeah. And they take you around. Dun, dun, dun. It's like when dudes pay oh, girls tuition in college. Like, they're old guys. They go on dates with these young girls. They have sex with them and they pay their tuition or their rent or whatever it is. So everybody out there, make sure you follow us, like us, hit us up on all the socials. Uh, spouse podcast, I think, on everything. Yeah. Um, what else? And use this month to learn about Native Americans. Yes. And give thanks. Find something that you're thankful for and be more thankful. For. And tell your mom and dad you love them. There you go. Oh. Tell your mom and dad you yeah. love them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I appreciate every moment with them. Yeah, there you go. Never Aww. know it's going to be their last. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, back to the heart thing again. God damn, I'm old. <laughs> He's like, I love your mom and dad. Every moment could be their last. They're old. They're going to die any second now. Yeah. Could be their last moment. It is true. Though. It's true, though. Yeah. It Literally, it could be anybody's last moment. Every time you yeah. get in your car, I'm like, God damn it. Uh, there was 10 people there. It was their last moment. It was, and so they definitely weren't old. You see the memes about, you know, going to sleep at a Travis Scott concert, waking up to a Mac Miller show. That's horrendous. Why did we end it on that? Like, what? I don't I'm saying that, that like, was a meme that was yeah. up. Like, Ooh. that's, that's yeah, I know. That's it was, deep. Okay. It was deep. This has been a spouse episode 19. <laughs> I'm Jade. <laughs> we need to end on something better than that. Dave, I'm, we've been trying to end the show for 25 minutes now. No, it hasn't. Three minutes. It was literally It was 2.25 when it you said, we've been doing this for a while. No, we've been doing this for a while. Let's what? talk about dating sugar mamas. Now, let's talk about this. Uh, we should just save that for the next episode or something. What? What? The Sugar Mama stuff. No, well, it's already no, it's, on this it, one. It goes to do with this one. It's on this one. It oh, goes yeah. to do with You this. got Sugar Mamas off of your Travis Scott concert. Yeah, so. yeah. that's what happened. Well, they're all blocked, so. They're all blocked? Yeah. Did you give well, them all your Venmo first? No, I blocked them. Then block them? them. That's what you should have done. You should have gave them your Venmo. You should have started. Oh, what, just rack up money? Yeah, but that's yeah, what people that's do. That's what they're for. There's dudes out there that give women money for shit like that. Yeah, what? You get free money. They're like, you send me a picture. Venmo and be like, all right, prove it. And then all of a sudden, there's $500 in your Venmo. You're like, oh, okay. You're like, for that, here's a picture of my pee-pee. Wow. <laughs> oh. And screenshot Frankie's. Hilarious. <laughs> Send them Frankie's. All right. Here's a- uh, follow us, the Spouse Podcast on everything. Rate us, like us, share us with your friends, talk about us. Um, eventually, we'll have some merch sometime. We've been talking about funny shit i'm dave i'm jade i'm dade and we're out